Hey guys, just before we start the podcast, I just want to let you know, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and on our YouTube channel. You can find our Instagram at PatchesInOfficial, Twitter at PatchesIn, we have a Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash PatchesInGaming, our YouTube channel is PatchesIn, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash PatchesIn, we have a website, www.patchesin.com. Okay, I hope you enjoy this one. Hi everyone, welcome along to this week's episode of the Patches and Podcast. We're on episode 25. I'm joined here on video. Hey, for those that are going to be able to see it. If not, those listening at home, I've got voice. We've got you. Hey. We've got Dom. Hey guys. And we've also got Hamish. Hi everyone. I, I liked how you were leaving the, saving the battle last there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost forgot about you. Um, so, <laughs> even though I can see you, you're that memorable. Um, <laughs> how is everybody? Uh, oh, start with me. Oh man, I'm I'm all right. Um, you know, can they only self isolate so much before you would start losing your mind? I guess, but thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, I've been having a lot more uh, meetings on like Discord or Zoom or all these other apps to like keep in touch with everyone at work and that. Uh, but yeah, it's, I'm, I'm doing all right. So keeping busy. Keeping sane. Trying to, mate. Trying to. Hey, what yourself, you? How are you coping? Uh, just a little crazy, but that's normal, to be honest. I went out for a two-hour walk today. That's how desperate I'm getting. Exercise is my output now. Uh, that brings you up to like two hours your entire life. <laughs> uh, well, that was a good walk, but it's we walked on the the cycle path, and there's just loads of people like like they'd see you coming and they'd start like walking up the hill to get away from you and leave like ten meters between you and like it just there was a lot of panic. Like everyone decided to go for a walk at the same time. That's how it should be. You know what I mean? Like, keeping the distance from people. But yeah, I know. It, it reminds me of when I was like 17, 18, and I looked even rougher than I do now. And people would, like, you know, leave a wide berth when you were walking by them or, like, cross to the I other side. I thought that was because of the smell. He was just laugh. was the unhappy laugh. It was the. And, eh. So, actually, I'm still managing to get out, though. It's a, it's a bit difficult for me here. I've not really got an awful lot of child-friendly areas to be going walking with. You've got quite a bit of a landing about you that's nice for yeah. doing that. Yeah, it's a lot of green around me, which is good. But also, I don't have a lot of, like, amenities. There's no shops, really. There's... But I suppose that is also good, because I don't want her as infected people. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, well, I'm still having to go to work all the time, uh, so it's, it's kind of normal. Uh, it's the most important I've felt my whole life. <laughs> uh, essential. Uh, no, I'm doing it's, uh, <laughs> it's still boring, I mean, because we're only allowing so many people in at a time and stuff like that. Um, and obviously when I'm not working, I still can't do anything, like... A lot of pubs have shut down because they don't have my business to keep them open, you know. 
Uh, you, just, you just need to get on with it, don't you? Just do shit like this and uh, to, to fill your time. Stop you going mental. Whoa, 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 whoa. Shit like this? It's you a colloquial term like... for stuff, mate. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. <laughs> stuff like this is it's, it's a nice wee, wee break from what has been happening. It's, 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 it's a good form of escapism. Uh, none of you guys have any other friends, so you know, it must be tough for you guys waiting for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's a high up to my week, mate. How dare you? <laughs> my friend, my friend's right here with me. It's Pam. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Pam Sunday. It made me think of you, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Ross, then? Yeah, I've just... Playing computer games as best I'm able to between that and having a new child. Yeah, oh. we, we were playing Modern Warfare last night and I was checking Ross's stats beforehand because I was waiting on leaving a game. He's played it for 224 hours. Fucking hell. Like, and that's more time than I've been in any RPG ever. Uh, that's definitely like probably double I've put in any game. Maybe not like World of Warcraft or a game, but a long-term game, but any action kind of... I'm, start, I'm starting to get really bored of Call of Duty a lot of the time, just because I don't really like the Battle Royale, so mm. I, I don't know, I might put it down for a while. You can still play multiplayer, you know. I know, but I'm, that's what I say, I'm bored uh, playing that as well. I've been playing it a lot. Um, I've played it for three days, something like 70 yeah. hours or something, so it's no rookie numbers compared to Ross, but still quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, but if you think, like, I, you you obviously love your FIFA. You play FIFA constantly like, yeah. until, the, until the next one comes out, so. Yeah, even it's then. Not, it, it's t- not like any game, it's just Call of Duty specifically, you just find boring eventually. Well, FIFA tapers out as well. Uh, like when I go through peaks and troughs with it. I haven't played it in a couple of weeks, actually. But Call of Duty especially gets to a point where I don't feel as good coming out of games. Even if I'm winning and stuff like that, I'm just like, eh, I could be playing something else more interesting. But You're still getting some gaming in as well, man, with the newborn too? Yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest, like, there's, there's very little that I'm really able to do just now. It's obviously helping with Molly and Charlotte, but with the, the newest mm-hmm. one, Lucy, um, she's all Danny. Danny's breastfeeding and really took the majority of that, so there's, there's not really an awful lot that I'm really able to do, apart from trying to calm her down a couple of times and that, but most of the time she's upset because she's the feet and when she's not feeding, she's sleeping, so there's not really an awful lot that I'm having to do with that. Um, I've been off work, so what's a free time? Sounds easy. It's, it's, you know. Yeah, it's just normal for you now. My stupid <laughs> webcam went out of focus there. Trust, trust me, mate, it was better. <laughs> just a well, Vaseline on the screen. Yeah, easier on the eyes, mate. It was, I like it's like when, you, when 4K first came about in HD and stuff like that, and you saw all the like, newscasters that were a wee bit older, and you're like, oof. <laughs> Not as pretty as they made you out to be. <laughs> looks like an N64 game. Just, just a lot of fuzz. Just a lot of fuzz going on there. With uh, everybody being locked in and having their games that have been played. But actually, no, I'm going to go back to Call of Duty. Sorry, because I never got a chance to speak up there and defend myself. Oh, 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 oh. We all know days. how much Ross likes to talk, especially about Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, man. No. You have the floor. You're saying about how you're finding it boring and that it's difficult for you to, you know, continue to pick up and continue to play for the same length of time that I've been playing it for. It, is, it does get quite boring, but see the fact that I put that money into the Battle Pass. Like, I was quite determined that I was going to finish the battle pass before it was up. But now that that has passed, I have found myself, as much as I am still going back to it, because it's easy to just pick up and play again. 
I have found that the battle pass has been completed. Meh. Mm-hmm. Playing games there. It's, um, I've wasted money on games before and I'm, I'll, I'll keep doing it. <laughs> I've only at level 40 on the battle pass and I'm happy. I don't need to complete it. Like, there's nothing, nothing on it that I really want. I use, I use the same set of guns all the time, so I'm not really fussed. Uh, it's just kind of, it's, it's like a, that's one of the things that they do just to get you to play is to make a battle pass and things like that. And I think it's been particularly brutal. I remember playing Black Ops 4 and the battle passes. You could play like basically one, their, their version of Warzone, their battle royale thing. And you would be about three quarters or sometimes a full tier. Whereas Modern Warfare just seems a bit more brutal. And they obviously have people that plan these things out. Like, right, how much are people going to play? You know, they'll, they'll, they'll fall short about here. So they'll buy some skips and stuff like that. So they're making money that way. They're also keep keeping people interested until the next, you know, Battle Pass comes out. The next season, as it were. Um, I know that was what why Ghost was there. It was to attract people to the Battle Pass, which ha- which worked because yeah. I bought it. But it was just a skin. Like, Aye, they, they like ended, they, that, that doesn't change your you know gameplay, your enjoyment of the game really much at all. Like maybe like oh look, he looks cool. You know, he's got this different execution and stuff like that. But really, at the end of the day, you're playing the exact same game. Yeah, this didn't make any difference to me because you don't get to see your. Um, skin. We call it a like I put some money into it, but you know, and it's. I've I've now got enough credits that I don't have to actually put any more money into it, and I probably wouldn't. But I enjoy it. I still have about a hundred minutes, and it's I don't, probably I, one of the only games that all of us, or the majority of us, get onto at the same time. So, I like uh, so so many multiplayer games I've bought because we've all been like, oh well, I'll play that. That looks good, and then never played it. And I don't mind putting a bit of money into Call of Duty because obviously you bought it. We do the game sharing thing, so. You know, I've been basically playing it for free anyway, so I don't mind, you know, the, the odd wee uh, ten or however much it is for the battle pass, you know what I mean? And then, like you say, you get the coins back, so as long as you're getting through it, you're getting basically the next season for free if you're not spending it on anything else. That's good bait by Activision, isn't it? Like, oh, if you complete yeah. the battle pass, you'll then get the next one. It. All the way through it, they're flashing all these passes and all these, these packages and bundles going, oh, look, this one's shiny, and this one's shiny, or this one's got a dog. And yeah, uh, that's, how, that's how they get me. Like, it's it's yeah. got a dog charm, and I'm like, ah! well, how much is it? Like, how much How much does that work out as? £30? Interesting. <laughs> so, well, we've all been in isolation. I'm assuming that everybody has had some time to be watching. So, has anybody yeah. seen anything relatively decent recently? Uh, go with Hugh because he's. I think he's pretty eager to talk about um, kitchen utensils. Yeah, I watched Knives Out by Ryan Johnson. You know that guy that did the second best Star Wars film ever made. Nope. Return of the Jedi. F- that's like fucking eight, Hamish. That film nah. is. Oh, right, uh, a film with- <laughs> Do you know what? There's not many good films in that series. <laughs> <laughs> and then Return of the Jedi, mate. Return of the Jedi is a bad film. That's another debate. Nah, like, it's, nah, it's uh, hey, hey, guys, we've got another Death Star. <laughs> it's like, shut up. That's just Star Wars, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that was pretty much exactly the same as Force Awakens or whichever one it was. The, the uh, circular base was like, it's basically another Death Star, but bigger. That's another controversial podcast. How much Star Wars is mediocre. Uh, Anyway, knives out. Knives out. Um, 
It's a film. It's a murder mystery film. <laughs> Thank God you cleared that up. Uh, Stan Daniel Craig. Um, I probably should have wrote the cast down. Anna de Armas, Jamie Lee Curtis, Chris Evans, Michael Shannon. Yeah, star-studded cast. Yeah, all of them excellent as well. Like every single character was well played. Well, it's a murder mystery where you kind you know what happens at the beginning, and you're trying to. Well, you think you know what happens in the beginning. And Aye, because you're obviously taking the, the journey with the characters. You're seeing it all from all angles and that. So you you think you know what's going on, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you think... It's a, it's a murdery mystery where you see the murder happen. Yeah, and then you think you know how it's already happened. But then it's at the not, end, oh, you find out... Oh, no, some some other fucking person came in and... Or, or is it? Spoiler yeah, there. I know. I don't <laughs> I try to dance around these spoilers because it's a very... Spoilerific film, but like, is it uh, a modern day Cluedo? Yes, make a uh, in the movie. I wouldn't really call it a Cluedo though. Like they they do a look, they they make a reference to that they also make a reference to like Sherlock and stuff like that because it's got that kind of detective thing. Daniel Craig, who for some reason's putting on this pure Southern accent, he sounds like Frank Underwood at House of Cards. And I would just say to Falcon Michael. I think that just shows that the polarizing, you know, sense of the stuff that we watch, Dom. <laughs> he's hamming it up. He's definitely hamming his like accent up because this is like a comic uh, book film. Some, some of because of the ridiculous situations these people get themselves in. Yeah, uh, and like, how much do you hate that family? Like, they're all uh, all guns. bags, mate. Uh, I know they're the worst. Like, um, the father, the patriarch, is or the grandfather is. A murder mystery writer who has a nurse who is his like pretty much only friend and takes care of him. And do you want to go into spoilers with it? I suppose it's been out for like a year now. No, I, I wouldn't I still say haven't a year, seen it. It was one I was trying to see. So all right, I, won't, I don't want to spoil it for you, right? But it is it is gripping actually because you you are with these characters and you're like, oh, are they going to get found out? Is this going to happen? Was it was it one of these country family members or? Uh, like bad family members. Basically, Christopher Plummer, the grandfather, he dies, and it's like it looks like suicide. But Daniel Craig, the the PI who's working with the police, he thinks, "No, there's no way it's it's a suicide." But then, even just in the first like half hour or something like that, the, where all the people are getting interviewed, you see they they basically all got a motive. You know what I mean? So yeah. you know it could kind of be anyway, and there's you know definitely the possibility that it could be any one of them. You know what I mean? Um, do they give you that old setup of the, oh, here's the really obvious one, whip, carpet, pilgrimage? They're all really obvious, that's the yeah, thing. There's no red, there is no red herring in this movie, which I thought was very interesting. Then there's sort of like, oh, it's definitely this person. And then, uh, yeah. Well, seeing, it's weird, it's like that there's, there's no red herring because they're literally all red headings. It's like, they're yeah. all just as... I, we don't want to spoil it too much for us, but the way the film's put together is about two, just over two hours long. You like there's almost like a false conclusion about halfway through, and then it keeps going, and you're like, "Whoa, I thought it was this." Yeah, yeah. You you think it's something, but it's something else. Like I'm, I'm hopefully not ruining the experience here because it was actually we put it on as a like fuck it, we can't go at the cinema. What good films were out last year that we didn't actually get to see? We didn't have high hopes for it, but it was it was a. Super surprising, and like I'm probably going to watch it again just for Daniel Craig's amazing southern accent. <laughs> cool. 
Yeah, no, honestly, I, I, could, I, I enjoyed watching it just recently again there, because uh, I've seen it in the cinema and really enjoyed it. Uh, I heard a few people say it was pretty interesting to hear like Daniel Craig or Chris uh, Chris Evans like having like a different sort of role to play than what he usually is. Yeah, he's usually he's like Captain America. I see. Just seeing Chris Evans these days is not Captain America. It was just weird. Like, yeah, it's jarring. Yeah. I, lo- I love Michael Shannon as that, an actor. Uh, oh, he's brilliant. Uh, mate, I loved him in Man of Steel. Like as Zod, I thought he was amazing mm-hmm. as Zod, and he's just so menacing. Like his face is just like he's a villain. Like, he just looks like a villain and everything he's in, even when he's a good guy. But, yeah, his voice yeah. as well. You know what I mean? He's got you can really convey a lot of emotion with his voice. You know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, I really enjoy uh, Ryan Johnson's talented, like super yeah. talented. Just don't ever do a franchise film. Just do your own thing. Like, <laughs> like, bye. Uh, go watch it, Ross. It's brilliant. Uh, have you seen anything, Ross? Hey, we managed to. What have we managed to watch recently? We watched Sonic. We managed to get the kids sat down. And yeah, Sonic. Although I think it was mostly me that watched it. I don't think <laughs> that first. And we also tried to get them to watch Onward as well, uh, which is pretty cool. That's a Chris Onward. Pratt and the. Who's this? Who's Spider Man? Tom Holland. Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Yeah. Not really, uh, man. That was. Tobey <laughs> Maguire is Spider Man. How dare you? <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Yeah, nope. How do you, how do you kick someone out of chat? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Onward was it was awesome, really really good. Um, no yeah. lie, there was quite easily fucking tear jerking at the end of that man. Like, yeah, it was, it was a good premise, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was it was really cool. I, I, me obviously being quite a fan of tabletop and RPGs and things like that. Um, yeah. the whole reference to D and D in it was pretty cool. Um, Again, it was not what I was expecting it when I was going into it. Like uh, anything to do with like Dun- Dungeons and Dragons and Chris Pratt acting a lot like Jack Black. I think I said that in the last podcast, or yeah, not yeah. that podcast, but one before. Uh, yeah, it's a good sort of role to get into. He he was Jack Black in like Parts and Rec, though. Like <laughs> basically, yeah. he was on that trajectory of being the funny chubby guy until Marvel got a hold of him and gave him muscles. No, <laughs> <laughs> like, muscly funny guy. Yeah, sixty pounds or something like that in six months or something like. Just stop drinking beer. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, it's funny we reference that we actually made someone in Parks and Rec in like the last season asked him, like, how did you lose all that weight? And he's like, I just stopped drinking beer. I've <laughs> got me thinking like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> as, as he swigs his sixth beer of the night. <laughs> <laughs> it's only my third, mate. Of the hour. <laughs> the, uh, what was the, what was the other one that you, 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 there was another one that you recommended to us? Oh, that I Spy? It was I Spy, no, Spy World, but the Will, Smith Will Smith one where it turns out oh, the pigeon. Yeah, sorry, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, whoa, Dom, that was... Spies, <laughs> spies in Disguise. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm? yeah oh, sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, Spies in Disguise. That was really good. I really, really liked that one. Pretty funny. Um, yeah. Will, Will Smith being funny. It was just a yeah, and Tom Holland being that as well. Tom Holland was quite good, didn't he? He just plays this wee clumsy geeky guy. Um, yeah. Peter Parker? Really good at making... Uh, no, yeah. quite... Well, it's more like they were make he makes inventions that don't hurt people. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, well, Will Smith's like, yeah, do we got to kill everybody? And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, so, so it's like Peter Parker being a geek, and then it's like Friday, like, instant kill mode on. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, wow. But yeah, like uh, when they get stunned into the pigeon and that. Um, yeah, it's pretty. That's a weird premise. I know. Yeah, imagine the people that pitched that. Like, great, right, so we want Will Smith. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, pigeon. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been worse. He's been a genie. Yeah. He's been a fucking. He's been a fish. Shark, shark tail. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, a... Pigeon could work. Well, apparently it did work. Which apparently Ross is saying he enjoyed it. So it was it was really really funny, guys. Like I would recommend if you can get a chance to. Then definitely get a watch. Did you like the the pigeon squad? I did. Yep. <laughs> You're alluding to things that we don't know about. <laughs> oh, no, I did he's teasing us, mate. He's bringing me in now. I'm like pigeon squad. I ain't know what the fuck <laughs> that is. <laughs> he's, um, on his, his experiments that he's doing, he's got this wee female pigeon that he's doing experiments with to try and figure out this this transport transformation thing that he's got. So he's trying to get mm. the potion basically to work so that it can turn them into something else. And he does it sort of by accident, turns them into. If you've seen that, you'll have seen the sort of uh, scene yeah, turns them into a pigeon. Up and turns them into a pigeon. But immediately after that, see the whole. I can see you and my ass at the same time. Like he's. Uh, uh, <laughs> but then, because he's a pigeon, he needs to have a flock, and he ends up with a wee flock of pigeons that are like this is a gang, and there's about three of them. So there's the girl, there's this big massive one, and then there's this really stupid one. You know the one that always tries to pick up the cigarette yeah. box. Like, uh, <laughs> and like, like stuff like that. I, I think he's got a lollipop stuck to his head for the whole film. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically, the, the hue of the group. Uh. <laughs> That's um, not funny, Hamish. <laughs> I like lollipops. <laughs> but yeah, the whole the whole thing is pretty good, man. It's, it's, it's a good good movie. You watch a lot of kids' films, obviously, because of the amount of kids you've got. Funnily enough, yeah, you know, having <laughs> my fourth child now. Yeah. You've almost got. Oh, you could have a five-a-side team. You're obviously captain. Yeah. Cool. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, pigeons, pigeons would actually find the film very boring, though. Pigeons wouldn't enjoy it. Nah, probably not. I mean, they don't speak English for a start. Well, no, it's because pigeons see like 30 seconds for every second that we see. They've got like that really. It's got fast FPS. That's an interesting fact. I bet you people are quite happy to learn that. Nah. It makes one of your stories, instead of seeming like, you know, half an hour, seem like fucking three hours, mate. <laughs> I enjoy this. I enjoy this anger across the podcast. <laughs> and you can't control it. Yeah, you, can, you, can be a, you can be a keyboard warrior and, you know. <laughs> you just have to fight it on, like, Mortal Kombat 11 or something like that. Mortal Kombat, mate. I know, I, I heard myself say it, and... <laughs> And I just thought I'd carry on in case you didn't hear me say it. Definitely. Not like it was recorded or anything like that, you know? No, true. True. Has anybody been taking advantage of Disney Plus during this solution period? I got it, yeah. Yeah, I've got it. And Sinead's been doing nothing but watching um, all the documentaries on it. Uh, Like, all the ones about uh, Disney and Disney World. Like, the building of the parks and then, like, the... Just the behind the scenes stuff that she's finding super interesting, which is actually pretty good because it's she'll, Disney. She'll have already basically seen everything. Like she has, like she has everything to my left here. I've got like every single Blu-ray released by Disney, and she never watches them, so she's watching them on Disney Plus now. I mean, I mean, she doesn't need to go up and change the DVD. Yeah, so uh, but she enjoys mm-hmm. special features, which is weird because I don't think I've ever watched a special feature. So, oh, mate, I used to love special features back in the day, deleted scenes and all that, back when DVDs were actually a thing. But yeah, back in the day, all it used to be was a gag reel. That's all you ever used to get on it, the gag reel or the 
scene, the scenes that were always concept and never made it. Really really cool. But the, the documentaries they usually do were interesting. Like I was saying to you earlier on, like uh, they've just now dropped the uh, Scrubs podcast, and they were talking about it. Like Zach Braff and Donald Fajon talking about what Scrubs are like. They're going to watch all the episodes, and uh, Zach Braff makes like, a good point saying about DVDs. If you actually watch the new Scrubs or watch Scrubs on like Hulu or anything like that, and um, music licenses, all the music's changed on the streaming. Ah, oh, what? Uh, yeah, because they outlawed like expired basically. Mm. Yeah, so when you buy it on DVD, that's you get like you know because it was before streaming really kicked off. Scrubs uh, when like they mentioned when they said that Scrubs was like nearly twenty years old, I went no, it's and then I thought I was like this is twenty twenty. Scrubs came out when I was in high school. This is the last oh, year we're, <laughs> we're going to be here. M- music is such a big part of like Scrubs though, man. The soundtrack is huge in Scrubs. Yeah, it sets the yeah. feeling of every like. Emotional scene in Scrubs, if you if like, or even yeah. funny scenes, like there's some good music, like and some of the some of the stuff doesn't make sense if the music's not there. Like, uh, is it American Girl? Uh, yeah, the song yeah. that plays when Elliot changes from like timid to badass or whatever. Like yeah. that's that song makes sense, and that's what the the, the episode's called. The tone. Yeah, the tone they were going for. Yeah, so. I've got them all on DVD, so I'll always have that. But like, that's what's why streaming's weird and won't be as good ever. If you know what I mean, it won't be ever yeah. as good, especially because they can just remove it at any time. But that's that's streaming life in it. That's why you still need a DVD and Blu-ray collection, even if uh, you've got Netflix and Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, the the only thing goes down to your question. Uh, <laughs> what was the question? Advantage of Disney Plus is I watched like a wee the wee short where there's like the wee bird on the. Uh, on the beach just to see that it was working all right. Yeah, I think it's it. Yeah, and then I've been watching the not paper, not paper. Paper, yeah, it's paper. Yeah, because it's be sandpaper. Um, yeah. and I've been watching the final season of the Clone Wars, which I feel like I've seen yeah, before. Yeah. But then I was like, where would I have seen this before? Because it's brand new. Ah, it's brand new. Yeah, but maybe I think maybe just it was that long ago that I actually watched the Clone Wars, like the. The original kind of one. Mm. It's maybe just samey episodes, um, but I'm enjoying that, and it's it's just nice having it all there. You know what I mean? Like not fucking about waiting a week for episodes or anything. Like, even yeah. though you have to do that with the fucking Mandalorian, which is a yeah, which I still don't understand. I know. Yeah, yeah. if you really want it, you can just download it. I mean, That's true. The really annoying thing with it just now is I know they've only just released it in the UK, but. They announced that they were going to be releasing Frozen 2. I know that's not a big thing for you guys, right? But I told the girls that when we got it, were Frozen 2, because it was all over the internet saying that Frozen 2 was getting released early, and it's an American release. So it's not getting released here any earlier. It's, well, it might be, but it's not, they've not announced an actual date for it. So it's came out, it's on the American Disney Plus, but it's not here. And they yeah. say, like you were saying with The Mandalorian, Mandalorian's, what, seven episodes in already, whereas it's only just released the fourth episode. Or, yeah. Can you use a VPN? Can you use a VPN? I remember back in the day using that with Netflix and just being amazed. Like, yeah. going, going back like seven, eight years now, uh, when Netflix first started, and it's like just a huge library of stuff on the American one. And I was like, this is fucking shite. But obviously not for me because I had a, an American one, but it's crap for people who didn't know how to do that or couldn't have access to a VPN, you know what I mean? Like, the thing we, is, we might not probably got mine all through all the television, so I don't know if you can apply that on a television. You have to, you can apply a VPN to your router, like, yeah. so like everything that comes to the router is like, like American so or whatever. You, you, yeah. must still, you must still have an account though with Disney Plus, so you could, 
like on your laptop, you could log into that with a VPN. Ah, yeah. that you, on the TV. You should leave your laptop with your kids, mate. <laughs> Great idea. Uh, I was watching a lot of the, uh, on the Disney Plus the Muppets stuff that's on it because they've got the movies nice. and the Office TV show on it as well, which is awesome. And then you forget all the guest stars that are on uh, in the movies as well. Is it? Have they got uh, Treasure Island? Muppets Treasure Island? Yeah, all, all the Muppets movies are that. On. That is some film, by the way. <laughs> I love uh, what's it, Tim Curry? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. brilliant in it. I suppose he's brilliant in everything, but <laughs> I love that film. Did you, did you ever watch the, the TV show Black Sails? No. It's like set. It's basically like before uh, Treasure Island, and you know, like it, it's just a prequel. But I watched that mm-hmm. one. It was on. There's only like four seasons, and I was still here in the mood to watch pirate stuff and that. And I, so I remember looking up like, what should I watch after Black Sails? And people were like, fucking Muppet Treasure Island, mate. Just keep that going. And, <laughs> you know, just just think, uh, you know, just change the actor to Tim Curry. And I was like, good plan, good plan. It's <laughs> the best. That's um, the best answer. Huh? No, exactly. No. Yeah, there was there was was it a really strange joke that was in it? It was like them showing up like. Uh, the ego guy and this inspector showing off who has the bigger badge. Yeah. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, uh, James McAvoy comes in as a UPS driver. Goes like, ah, oh, here, there's a delivery for you. And he opens up and it's like a giant badge and that's a joke. I'm like, what's happened to McAvoy? Hold on. <laughs> got a big, big package, mate. Yeah, UPS package. Uh, and uh, Tom Hiddleston was in it as well. It's a, a wee cameo with a moustache. It was... Lady Gaga was in it for some reason. Is this the Muppets show or the Muppets film? Muppets Muppets Most Wanted, it was the sequel one. Ah, right, okay. Ricky Gervais was in it. Ah, yeah, yeah. I think he did a couple of Muppet things. I think I remember seeing Ricky Gervais, or maybe it was just that one that I saw. Ah, it was probably getting advertised at fuck over here, because it was like them going across Europe and stuff like that, so they end up in London and stuff like that. Is it not like a a French term at the problem? Uh, an evil, it's a Russian. Uh, evil one, yeah, it's Russian. Ah, oh, I have seen that. I, oh, I am Kermit the Frog. Frog. <laughs> that's where the meme. That's where the meme comes about with like the Kermit looking at the one with the hood over the top. Ah, uh, yeah. I wondered where they got Kermit in the hood. Uh, I've got a wee. I've got a wee Kermit over there. But yeah, um, that was. Uh... <laughs> Hi ho. Hey everybody. Sick, sick freak gross. Mm-hmm. I have a wee. In fact, no, what, what I actually wanted to get was a Kermit hand puppet. Yeah. I had to shove my hand up his ass, but uh, couldn't find one anywhere. And, well, I found one, but it was like <laughs> 100-odd pound or something like that. <laughs> it's not worth sticking my hand up anyone's ass for that much. No, no. <laughs> Steaming programs, mate. I mean, I'm on one all the time. So we've been watching Disney+. Plus. Anything interesting on Netflix recently? You know it. Tiger King. Well, <laughs> yeah, he might know it because we talk about what we're going to talk about sometimes, but yeah. fucking listeners don't. Uh, yeah, everyone's been watching Tiger King. Uh, uh, Tiger King. Uh, I've only watched like three episodes so far. Uh, I'm only like I- two in. And at the end of the second episode was pure sad. They're talking about euthanizing them and stuff like that. And I was like, oh. And I, I need so you leave this and talk I- to these dicks. Am I the only one that finished it then? It's it's, it's well, long, man. I didn't expect it to be seven episodes of forty-five long. minutes. Seven episodes. Right? Seven episodes just... of forty-five minutes. That's, that's a fair size fucking show. I've been yeah. I've been working so like, uh, last night. I watched Knives Out. Fell asleep at like nine o'clock because I was up at mm. 
five, six is that for work. And then uh, I only got a couple of episodes in before we started this, but yeah, I will. I will watch the rest of it, man. It's exciting. It's like, yeah, it's mental. like episode four. It was for me. Like I was like, no, I'm finishing this because it's just like the 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 drop a bombshell on you, and you're like, wait, what? And it's uh, interesting. I, I don't. Think. I already know the bombshell because the memes, the memes are everywhere. They're unescapable. Well, it's not. It's not. That's not one of the bits for it. Like, yeah, there's memes that are going about, like, you know, saying some parts of it. Like, I mean, all you need to do is do a Google search and it would bring up all the articles. Like, see this Joe Exotic? I, I was like, something about this guy's so familiar. And then they started playing these music videos. And I can remember my brother sending this to me going, oh, man, this is what you should start playing, Dom. And yeah. it was like the tag him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, this is the same guy? Holy right. shit. The thing that gets me about it, right, is America, uh, mm. like such a disparity in laws between different parts of it like that in one part of it a guy can just buy tigers and keep tigers and no one says look mate you can't have any tigers like if you had a tiger here someone would go you can't have that tiger that's going to kill you or someone you know (laughs) America's the land of the free mate if you try and tell them they can't do something they're like oh my way and rightly so it's like the world the greatest country in the world you're saying that because we've like, got American listeners? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that because like that's the freedom that they fought for, and that's the like you know you can see why they think like that and they feel like that. But yeah, I took I took away from that uh, from the documentary that it was like you could buy a tiger for two grand. Yeah, I, I thought they'd be like, more expensive. Uh, I was like, I could get a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would fuck. You could walk about with a big cat all day. Just yuck it up. You need to have like so much space and like the variables. And then when they say when they get by to that age, what I think it was like twenty four months, two years. Uh, yeah. They're like that's when it just like the cost just goes way up because all they do like, is want to. Well, eat. that was uh, that was just because you can't show them off to people as well. I think they meant like you know. Yeah. But I mean, think of like how easy it would be to enforce social distancing if you were just walking about with a fucking tiger. Like, no one would come <laughs> anywhere near you. You know what I mean? <laughs> how do these guys get so many? Husbands and wives, by the way, that that Doc Antel guy, like, yeah, he just man. he runs a cult. It looks like yeah, it's, it's, it's a cult. It's one hundred percent cult. Like, and he's actually, it was it was just in that episode I watched the second one, and he was like, the guy was asking the question, like, oh, you know, is it hard to ask people to work so much because they only get like they, he was saying a hundred bucks a week, guy, uh, and then like the guy cut him off. Before it's like, oh, you're gonna ask me if this is a cult. I've been, I've been doing this 35 years, and it's like, well, if there's that many people asking you if it's a cult, maybe it's a fucking cult, mate. Like, <laughs> if it looks like a cult, smells like a cult, mm. you know. But it was interesting what what they were trying to do. They were trying to make this guy uh, Joe, basically Joe Exotic, the Tiger King, and have like a documentary. And you could see, honestly, the way that they were shooting things, that that would be a really good, you know. TV show and it worked out really well and then just obviously all the shit that happened with like mm. Carol Baskin not even with her it was more to do with the actual what there's parts like what happened with like um, him going off the rails with like his governor campaign and yeah yeah there's like a whole thing with drugs and all that and you're like wow this is getting a bit yeah and then, you, and then the, the thing that I think I love about it the most is that you go all the way through this and you go was I watching something about tigers and cats? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it gets so like I mean, and it's it negates from like the most important thing about it is like 
that there's more tigers in the captivity in the US than there is out in the wild, and that's something that was like, holy shit, didn't Did, think that. See, I think it's in the first episode where they say a kind of crazy guy who had like 28 tigers just let them go. Let, let them out. Uh, yeah, yeah, and like the police had to like track, like obviously it had to go into like the forests and whatever and shoot these tigers and you're like, imagine shoot these poor creatures. Imagine like being a police officer and then you go into work and they're like, right, we're going to hunt 28 tigers today and you're like, fuck that. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I know I expect the unexpected in this job but Jesus fucking Christ. But, right. Give me an RPG or something. Like These things are built to, to hunt. <laughs> Like in apology, uh, like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just it was. I think my dad always told me stories about uh, in the sixties. There was a law that came into Britain that was like you can't own big cats and exotic animals and dangerous animals, and so everyone let the cats go into the wilderness, and especially yeah. up here because there's a lot of like you know loads and loads of land up here. There's clear land, and like there's a rumor that there's a panther around where I work. Like, but surely you'd see more of this panther than because it would have to yeah. come. Like, it'd, ha- it'd have to come and kill the the sheep and stuff like that for prey because we don't have a lot of prey. It's just, hmm. just uh, weird. Unless it's adapted to eating like beans and shit like that, mate. A vegan <laughs> cat. Aye, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, only slightly related, but I remember uh, when I was young, I used to go over like I had family in Broadsea on Isle of Butte and they used to have it was like three parts of the family had this big like mansion but we all had, they all had like different wings and stuff like that and mm-hmm. uh, I remember being in like, my cousin's part bedroom and it was weird because it was kind of like it wasn't like a basement but it, you know, because we had a big garden hill thing on the left so there was basically like a hill and then windows around and this night I hadn't seen Silence of the Lambs or anything like that, but that came up basically. And I remember asking my dad one time, I was like, "Was was Hannibal Lecter? Was he a real guy?" And my dad was like, "Yeah, and he, he recently escaped and he's he came to Butte." And uh, <laughs> like, dad is evil. Right, <laughs> like nothing. Like horror movies didn't really frighten me or in that, even when I was young, because I thought it's just a movie. Who gives a fuck? But. The fact that I thought that this was real, and I, I just I just remember like lying there and looking at the windows up, which would be like ground level if you were outside, and just thinking he's gonna he's gonna put his head there. He's, I'm just gonna see Hannibal Lecter's face, and then he's gonna eat me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the stories that kids tell. I would say like um, it is worth a watch. Like it, after I think episode four, as I said, it's it sort of jumps. It jumps the shark. Honestly, but you're like, this cannot be real. What's going on? And especially if like there is no no likable human in the show, not uh, one person. When people go like you know with the whole Joe Exotic thing and the memes about him, I'm like, this guy is not likable. This guy, you should not be liking this guy or like listening to what he says. There's a point in one of the, the parts of the show where he's at a funeral and he's singing about balls. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all he says. Like you're like. That's not right. It's a lot of unstable. So unstable people buying tigers and guns, lots of guns and tigers and guns. Man, Uh, no, it seems in it they're 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 trying to kind of play like Carol off against Joe Exotic, whatever his name is, and you know, like like as if there should be a good guy and a bad guy in it. And I'm just like, these are all 
it's messed come. up. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like it's it's so and again, as I said, you go through this whole thing and you forget all about the tigers until like near the end right. where they make the point again. They make it very clear. It's like like this is and it's well shot. This thought it reminds me of like uh, making a murderer. I never watched making a murderer. I got bored of it. Like three episodes in. Danny managed to watch all of it. I said I was going to sit and watch it with her. She did already watch like three episodes of it. Um, did she enjoy it? Was she like me? It was just like you like you know you need to know what happens next. You can't just leave it uh, on that. I think it was the first five episodes, and then the last two, and then suddenly there's a guy. Then he's lost it, and now he's in jail. And it's like yeah, what? Yeah. Like yeah, it's just there's, there's people show up. Then he doesn't own anything, and now he's in jail. Yeah. And then it just yeah. ends, and you're like, the fuck happened there? Yeah, but um, then it's like they sort of lead with that at the start, don't they, as well? Saying I, it tell, tells you at the start, uh, like 89 years in jail or whatever it was, yeah. like or 20. I would say it's worth a rewatch for it, and the way it was shot and documented was really interesting, because obviously, as we said, it was going to be something completely different, and then when all this shit started to happen, you're there like, oh man, this is gold, this is, oh my god, I'm going to make so much money. Uh, <laughs> I remember Danny was saying that like the first, I think the first two episodes, and she's like, "So everybody's talking about this Tiger King and about how mad it is, isn't it? But like, he seems like such a nice guy. Like, I don't see how he's related to drugs and stuff. Because like, the start of it, and he's talking about giving people jobs. I think does he not bump into some woman in a petrol station? And just uh, you know, that's you know, that's in the second one. He's, he talks about like they, he only he's given well, he gives people jobs basically that are just out of prison. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, that might sound nice, but that could also be seen as a way like they've got nothing else to do. They'll do where yeah. they say they, you know, they won't, yeah. they won't quit their job because they'll be like, "Fuck, I've got nothing else to go to. No one else, nowhere else will hire yeah. me." You know yeah. what I mean? So, what about that poor person that got their arm bit off? Pretty much two weeks. Ah, she, uh, she was back at work. No, it was yeah. seven days, mate. It was seven, seven days. Seven days, mate. Uh, uh, and, and like, she was like, uh, if if. Uh, if I stayed in the hospital and did two years of reconstructive surgery, then the media wins, and it's like I'd rather have a fucking arm back, to be quite honest. Like, yeah, I think it was just more. It was more that they just had like the that they sort of cared about quite a lot of the animals that they didn't want to lose that position. Or hi guys, just a quick reminder: any questions or comments, don't hesitate to contact us by email. That's patchesunofficial at gmail dot com. We've also got our website with all of our links there, www.patchesin.com. Hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Obviously, with coronavirus and everything that has been happening in the world, um, there has been a lot of cancellations, a lot of delays on things. Um, I believe it was you put up a post on our Instagram the other day in regards to the delay of uh, what's her face? Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow. Um, uh, Black Widow. Yeah, got it, mate. I just, I, like, I couldn't remember if that was old news or, you know, but when I, I saw it put up by Marvel, I was gutted, to be honest. Uh, so, yeah. Still struck, struck hard. Yep. Because uh, it was a lot of ones can push back, because, like, the first one was the James Bond one. I got delayed. No time to die. Yeah. That was, like, the first big one. I was like, okay, maybe. And then I, everything just came from there. Like, Mulan's been pushed back. Um, what's that other one? Like, because uh, Bloodshot was supposed to come out in the cinema, wasn't it? The Vin Diesel yeah. one, and that's just went straight to Netflix. Yeah. Uh, Fast and Furious got delayed as well. Oh no! We yeah. need more of those. Yeah, we need more of those. Uh, how, dare, how dare you? 
the new Disney one with The Rock because he's in everything. How that's uh, totally Jungle done. Cruise. Yeah, man. Why did they pick the worst Disney ride ever to do? Like, Jungle Cruise is like the most boring Disney ride. Uh, but they obviously thought Pirates of the Caribbean that was based on a ride and that did really well made like fucking what five films or something at least oh, of it the first, at least the first two were really good yeah what about uh, the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion Haunted House Haunted Mansion mate Haunted, haunted Mansion, mansion Haunted Villa I think it was well there's rides called Haunted Mansion nah I think it was the Haunted Haunted Apartment <laughs> Haunted <laughs> Haunted Music uh, yeah. Like, I've been yeah, here a lot of fucking Disney's. I've seen uh, a lot not, of Disney. Not, not even that though. Like we're talking about the movies, but I remember obviously before all of this coronavirus nonsense, like uh, things like Cyberpunk getting delayed. In fact, that was a question by Danny uh, asking when it was going to be out because obviously it was meant to be April, which would have been fucking perfect with all this extra time that everyone has. But nah, it got delayed till September seventeenth. Seventeenth of September, I, Jason's birthday. I, yeah. Uh, that's been delayed because they want to make sure that it's good when it comes out. Though that's not because they've had yeah. the. I know that. that no, that's fair enough. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this was obviously before the coronavirus thing. It's just 2020 seems yeah. to be the the year of the delays. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, yeah, the last delayed. the last of us two has been delayed as well because of coronavirus, and it doesn't have a date anymore. It's, yeah. It just says indefinitely, which is kind of yeah. annoying. Yeah, Uncharted movie got moved back as well because that was supposed to be. No one cares Lewis. about Uncharted movie, surely. Not at this point. I do. I, I, do. Do. I, I, I uh, quite enjoy seeing Mark Wahlberg's going to be in it. Fuck him, <laughs> No, he's not. I why would Why would he be in it? Why know. would you be? He was, <laughs> he, he was fucking Max Payne. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, I, that was a bad movie. So it could have been so good, man. I love the Max Payne games, man. Maya Kunis in it as well. Yeah. Just having to be quite look at some of the films that have been delayed because of this, and mm-hmm. I believe we're taking such hits as the Minions too. <sighs> Wait, is there not already a Minions too? It's like the seven Minions movies or so. No, but he's the one, and then there's just people new movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Peter Rabbit too. That's been delayed. Uh, that looked awful. has been delayed. The Batman's been delayed. Mulan. Oh, that's right. Delayed. The Batman. I forgot about that because they were filming that in Glasgow. Fast uh, 87, Robert Pattinson, Batman, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. The next Matrix. Avatar. Top Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun. Top basically does all his own stunts because that's all he wants to do now is like I want to show people I can do all this all these things he asked the US Navy if he could fly an F-18 and they went no that costs over a million dollars like well it probably costs well over a million dollars I don't know exactly how much an F-18 fighter costs but they were like no no Tom Cruise we'll just put you in with someone who knows what they're doing (laughs) it's not like Tom Cruise couldn't cover that you know what I mean he's pretty fucking mended yeah, but I think it's everything that goes with it. Like, the yeah. secrets you have to be taught and stuff like that to kind of run it. The secret technique. Is he not a pilot anyway? He, he is a pilot. He's I, think a, I think there's a difference yeah, between so. small jets, though. And right. oh, Of course, yeah, but I just mean, like, he, he wouldn't be the... I thought he had it was a commercial. It was the same as what, Travolta and all that, that he could fly a commercial uh, flight. I think, I think he I'm can, sh- yeah. Right. I'm sure there's a massive difference between commercial flight and a small superpowered jet, though. 
Right. Like so, Tom Cruise's net worth is five hundred and seventy million, and an AP seventy point five. So yeah, he can afford a few. Yeah, <laughs> what about the insurance you'd need for that as well? Like, Sign Tom, would you cover it for a minute, man? <laughs> looking at it here, the total procurement hey, man, I would, I, program is uh, forty eight point zero nine billion. But, you know. Yeah, if there was a religion that said to me that they had a fighter jet in it, I'd go for that religion. Definitely, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've only just seen that David Attenborough had a documentary coming out called A Life on Our Planet that to Netflix on the 16th of April that's been postponed. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know about you guys, but I fucking love David, David Attenborough documentaries. Just He's a good boy. Amazing. Right. Yeah. Let me, let me see if it's coming out on the 16th of April, right, which uh, you know currently is 11 days away. Surely it's all fucking been recorded, all been edited, you know, all the post production is done. So, and now is the best time because people are staying home. Why would you postpone that? I think uh, maybe some of the voiceover still needed to be done. It needed to be done. Be do, be do those voiceovers. Do. I was trying to say it quickly before to... people interrupted, <laughs> like, like that. <laughs> what they may be doing is like they're releasing episode because they were saying they were going to try to do the same as like Disney and Amazon have been doing, like week to week. So it may be a case that Attenborough's the first one that's going to be doing like one week ep- new episode rather than just release it all in one go. And it was maybe to do with the statistics of that that they couldn't release it all at the one time. Uh, that annoys me on Netflix. Like part of the reason that you get Netflix is so you can binge watch stuff. But then mm-hmm. it's like Better Call Saul and it's like weekly and it's like fucking yeah. just put it on TV. Then what's the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is it? You're just not paying for adverts, but then at the same time you get ads in there now, and you're like, Ugh, it's it's not yeah. fun. Yeah. What do you think about that, Hugh? I think it's quite <laughs> good though, because if you watch, if you binge watch Better Call Saul, you miss it on thinking about the major points in every episode. Like, because mm. that's the problem with binge watching. Like, you remember the beginning, and you remember the end, and the middle gets a bit shaky. Well, is it, is it not more to do with people's writing? Well, you, you don't write for binge watching. You write for a beginning, middle, end of an episode. So if you're getting a six or seven beginning, middle ends, it's going to feel like a. It's mm-hmm. going to feel kind of mishmashy all the way through. Depends on uh, whether you're writing for an episode that's going to be released weekly or an episode that's going to be put on Netflix to binge. I don't think I anyone writes to binge though. Well, maybe they didn't, but in modern day and. Well, how do you know when it will be released? Binge, it's kind of short-sighted to do that, though, because if you're writing to binge, then you're almost writing a super huge film where your middle parts don't actually make sense on their own. Like, I don't, I don't write. I'm just, I'm just spitballing. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to throw in a wee argument to what you're saying. Yeah, I know, I know. I can guess. I think, I think every like, single episode is meant to be a contained story. So, yeah. A badly written show would have a middle episode of a season that doesn't actually have any. Uh-huh. isn't useful on its own. If yeah, you know it's called I mean. a bottle episode. Isn't a good episode. <laughs> it's a, a clip show. Yeah, a clip show. A lot of. Uh, I think it was the. what was. What Game of Thrones, probably. So a lot of the episodes were those that were really good was that when you finished that episode, you wanted to know what the next episode was going to show because it was finishing yeah. off. With you know something to start the next episode with. Ah, yeah, cliffhanger. Yeah, cliffhanger. Yeah. 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 So with uh, all the the gaming delays, the movie delays. Any gaming? Oh. Anything we've heard gaming wise? Last of Us Two. Yeah, I just said it. Uh, Last of Us Two yeah. got um, delayed indefinitely 
from its May 29th, and so did Iron Man VR. Mm-hmm. They all got delayed yeah. indefinitely. Uh, the other, the one game that didn't get delayed and actually got released early was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, it's a fucking mute button. Jesus. <laughs> uh, what, Again, man, every fucking time, every single fucking podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry to mention the biggest release of the year, Hamish. <laughs> um, no, Cyberpunk's the biggest release of the year. Has recently. it been released? Well, it will be the biggest release of the year. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do you want to make a bet? Well, do you want to make a bet about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, right, so just just on that, right? Final Fantasy will appeal to mostly Final Fantasy fans, which is a big fucking base, but... It was the biggest selling game on the biggest selling console of all time. Big weeb base. Exactly, Hamish. Don't don't rail up the uh, weebs, Hamish. uh, (laughs) Don't run at me, like, uh, with their arms behind their backs and uh, their own running. Have you ever bought a full-body pillow fight? Man, you're right. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy 7 will, will throwing fedoras at me like fucking odd joke <laughs> I think I'll get a lot of the nostalgic <laughs> I'll get a lot of the nostalgic gamers as well the guys that don't buy a lot of games every year will go oh Final Fantasy 7 I remember that game that was amazing I'm going to try this so fuck you I also think it's like uh, I think it's because they've also like you know in Europe we didn't get shafted this time with any delays that they've actually released a game out early for a lot of people yeah, I cancelled my and physical. You, we know you cancelled your physical. And then, a, and then people got, then people got see, theirs. And it, not only has he talked about this on the last podcast, it's on our no. YouTube as well. Uh, the point I was trying to make, since, in that time since the last podcast, people have started receiving their physical copies in Europe mm-hmm. after I'd cancelled mine and the special edition as well. And those people yeah. are going on Twitch and Twitch are banning them. Yeah. Because it breaks the uh, well, I, they released it early because the they thought it wasn't going to get there on time, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. it got there early. <laughs> so stupid me doesn't have mine until the download date, and there's people out there with their special editions and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I, know, yeah. I think Kelsey put up a picture on hers. Um, mm-hmm. She's got it. She's got the special edition early. So I know. I know. I'll get her to send. I'll send her your number, and she can just send you. I've avoided. Stuff. I've avoided everything about it so far because I want to ask for spoilers. Wait a minute. I'll ask her for spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to be spoilers. Well, you don't know that because I completed has... seven several times. So. Yeah, but there's there's some slightly different things. You said it in the demo yourself. There was different about that demo that wasn't in, you know, characters now had dialogue that didn't have dialogue before. They had characters that they didn't yeah. have Jesse, Jesse's got more to say and they all have different missions in that as yeah, well. There is so like a bit of difference. As much as it's a, it's a remake, isn't it? So it's it's only right. have things that are different. Yeah, but I don't want spoilers. It's only, what day is it today actually? It's a couple of days before Final Fantasy VII comes out. Yeah, actually. I've got a couple of days to wait. It's not a long time. So. Yeah. Well, you're I'll... going to uh, finish Persona, aren't you? So it's okay. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not going to finish that game anytime soon. It's probably going to be the end of the summer by the time I finish that game. Like, and, uh, and then so you're going to get long. straight onto Fire Emblem. You're going to finish that as well. <laughs> I, I sold Fire Emblem. I sold it. Did you? I sold it. I sold all my Switch games, actually. I didn't see that coming. I told you about it. What? Well, <laughs> pretty sure he was being sarcastic, Q. Cool. I, I have actually been completing games. Like uh, I've got actually a pile of games next to my PS4. 
Wait, selling selling games doesn't count as completing them, yeah. <laughs> I have a backlog and I've got I've got the backlog sitting next to my PS4 and I'm like, right, I'm, I'm I've ordered them by how long to beat. So I've got like uh, Infamous, the first light DLC expansion and stuff that I never actually played and I'm gonna sit down and complete them all and try and see how many I can complete before I have to go back to work, which at this point I don't know when, so probably get a lot done. Also go watch some anime. That's a weep cast. <laughs> but Persona, Persona Five is brilliant. I sorry to put this. No. Like, uh, I was literally just going to ask you there, mate. I've never played a Persona game before. I was under the impression that they were all fucking. Oh wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Looking at the expression on Hamish's face, that he's desperately waiting to crack this can. Uh, anyway, for the opportune moment to. Uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> you need to get that close on the mic. Anyway, I'll put a I'll put a question to you then, Hugh, in regards to Persona Five. So, I've never played Persona Five. I don't know the franchise really. Um, I was under the impression that I may be getting the wrong title here, but is that not like a high school reenactment game? It was uh, Dom's game of the decade. Just so you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Decade. Persona is almost uh, like fifty percent of the game. Is you're a high school kid living your life, and the other fifty percent is RPG battling magical castles and uh, stealing people's hearts. Like it's it's quite a metaphor. A metaphor. Aye, it's um it's interesting. It's like a, a Japan simulator. Half of it, and the other half is like dungeon crawling fantasy. Yeah, but it, it fits together nice. Being five uh, games in, they've uh, perfected their formula because Persona, uh, Persona, <laughs> Persona, Persona Four, Persona Five, mate, was one of the best games on the Vita and the PS Two. Yeah, uh, I can remember my brother just being crazy about that game, and I loved the soundtrack of Persona Four for it. Yeah, um, but again, they're all kind of the similar sort of games. It's like you're playing as like a young adult, like. Uh, High school, that's like you know, adults are terrible people, and you know, then they, they must like you know, be taught you know, lessons or they've strayed away from like what's right. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain the first boss of Persona 5, right? I don't know if it's uh, different, it's, it's hard because like that's like it's weird because that's why they don't let people stream this game. That was a very well, I don't think Hamish or Ross is ever going to play it, oh, uh, and who, whoever's listening. The first boss isn't a huge spoiler anyway because it's the first storyline you need to hit in the game. You, you start a new school for reasons. It doesn't matter the reasons. You start a new school in the middle of Tokyo. Sure. It is. There's, there's actual storyline reasons behind it. Yeah. And when you start this school, some weird stuff starts like uh, showing up about a certain teacher who's the... Gym teacher. Volleyball coach. And this school is famous for its volleyball team. Okay. Well, yeah. Really? <laughs> uh, so this volleyball teacher kind of runs the school. Do you know? You ever saw those people in like uh, workplaces who are more valued than others? Doesn't matter yeah. where, where they are on the actual ladder. He's yeah. not the boss. He just has the the charisma to be the boss. He's just yeah. yeah. So you notice that a lot of the people on the volleyball team are injured all the time. 
and they're in pain and the girls are in pain like you eventually find out this guy is abusing people mm-hmm. like physically uh, abusing uh, them uh, and then he's trying to sleep with one of the girls that you meet like one of the high school girls and eventually fantasy shit happens and you end up in his castle which is a school it's like in his head it's like a projection of how he sees himself in the school the school is his castle and he is the king yeah um and everyone in it is his slaves and you have to defeat this mental projection of himself who's mm-hmm. you know a pervy user yeah he's like and you have to beat him and it's it gets pretty serious like yeah. in weird ways and it was like so the big crux of it all is that what you need to do is you need to get him to know like to reveal his treasure to steal his heart for it well that's what they're trying to say is like you, once you take that away he'll admit to all his crimes because he'll have a change of heart right. and then be like okay I've, and then feel bad and go fuck I've done all these horrible things but the only way that that gets set off is that a student that he's been abusing tries to kill herself yeah, that was a wild scene. Yeah, like, I was was like, not expecting that. Yeah, that's like a big turning point in the game where they're just like, you can't, when they were doing the whole Atlas, like, you can't tell people this happens because they've never done that in a game before where they've had, like, a character, you know, try to kill themselves or have any, like, you know, because it's a serious matter with the abuse that this teacher's having, but also to be, like, try to sleep with underage girls, but at the same time, you know, hoping that one of the lasses he was abusing... You know, he's like, she deserves to die because she's weak. And you're like, that's fucking heavy to have in a game. <laughs> like about, yeah. You know, it's... Uh, it's, it's a weirdly adult themes for a light-hearted RPG. Yeah. And it's super long. Like, I told you before, 100 hours story and then obviously more than that for all the side stuff. And I'm 10, 15 hours in and I've just beat him. And I'm like, where else? Where else are we going to go now? When you start with that as a story, yeah, uh, man, it's it gets it gets really good. Like you'll get like uh, agencies involved and like a whole mystery happening at the same time as well. Like people having sudden deaths where they just for some reason just drop dead or they do something that's interesting. And you're like, well, how did they do that? Or why were they doing this? That's a good sort of murder mystery, like aspects into a game where you're trying to eat like a big hamburger the size it's it's just like yeah, it's got weird light hearted Japanese moments and then serious story moments but yeah you should I don't think you's, it'd be the type of game you'd be into Ross and Hamish so nah, I'm not interested. I probably wouldn't pick it up but it's still here it's yeah it's, it's cool. interesting if you're a Jap- Japanophile yeah out of curiosity then with everybody being isolated what is currently being played in your machine right now what would be the game that if you switched your console and just now would come up Hamish wait I've not had a disc in my Xbox for not like... a disc you fucking idiot <laughs> 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 these fucking these games like the consoles now obviously Xbox you've got that fucking like instant stand on by. as soon as you start standby yeah so as soon as you turn your console on it can load up the last game that you were playing what is the last game that you were playing yeah it was Apocalypsis which is Apocalypsis is a game that you asked about games more yeah, or less fucking elaborate then you <laughs> dick As, it's basically it's, it's kind of like a, <laughs> it's like a it's kind of point and click adventure game which is kind of annoying for the Xbox to be honest because obviously point and click 
made for PC, made for having a mouse, you know what I mean? You can use the triggers to change between a cursor and, you know, moving about, uh, which is kind of annoying, but it's a fun wee game. It's kind of hand-drawn backgrounds and characters based on, like, kind of 15th century art and stuff like that. Um, uh, it's made by Clabator, which I've, I've never actually seen them before, to be honest. Uh, it's narrated and the music's done by Behemoth. You know the band yeah, Behemoth? Yeah, Anyone? we saw them. Yeah. We saw them when we were at Sea Slipknot. Yeah. Um, the, the lead singer of that does all the narration and stuff like that. Basically, you're a guy and your your missus gets killed, but your the love of your life gets killed. She's suspected of witchcraft, I think, is basically the story. Uh, yeah. It's quite a, quite a fun wee game, though. Like It's only a few quid, uh, like yeah. five or something like that. Uh, was it on sale or that, or was it just something that caught your eye? I think it was on sale, but it was it was like originally six ninety nine, and it was down to like four ninety nine or something like. That. Like, mm. but I I just like the the style of it. It's like based on kind of fifteenth century art, as I say, um, hand drawn. It's just something a wee bit different, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've not played a game quite like that in a while. I do like my point and clicks going back in the you know back in the days. Enjoyed them on the PC. I could probably just put in the, the keyboard and mouse on the Xbox because I think that does support it, doesn't it? But, yeah. So I know you've got more than one console there. Is there anything else that you've been playing? You know what? I've not actually fired up my, my PlayStation or my Switch for a while. The Switch recently because I got uh, Breath of the Wilds, but I literally just got that because I was getting a new boiler put in and I you know, had to let the workers into my room and I was like, I need to get some kind of console it's portable. Oh wait, I've got a Switch, so uh, I bought that. Um, I'm thinking of buying some kind of other VR, though. Obviously, I've got the PSVR, but see with the new Half Life game, then mm-hmm. I've just I've just been oh, looking at it. Uh, yeah, and I've got uh, at the end of this month, I'm getting an extra bonus, and then the month after that, I'm getting just the regular bonus that my company gets every year. Uh, and I was talking to one of the lassies, obviously. Because I've, I've not been working there a year, so I was like, "So how much do you usually get?" And she was like, "Oh, last year nine hundred and fifty pounds." And I was like, "Nice, I might just might just buy a, a five or something like that, or mm-hmm. and just because there's so much more you can do with a, you know, a proper like, yeah, an actual yeah. VR, yeah." Uh, and I keep seeing having much issues with like motion blur or uh, like sickness, motion sickness you'd get from it. Right, well, that's never really bothered me on the PSVR. I've, I've never really had that. I've um, never had PSVR. I had it on, like, see the VR simulation thing you get in Glasgow Cars. I had a wee bit on that, but I don't know if it was because I was drinking as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, I've not really played much else, man. We'd, obviously, we've been on COD. I think we, we won Warzone another time. Just had to mention that. That's pretty much been it, man. Just between work and trying to watch stuff, uh, that's all I've really played. Uh, you, obviously, you touched on the uh, Persona Five that you've been playing just now. But anything else? Yeah, obviously, Persona Five is a big time sink. But I've been trying to put time into the other PS4 exclusives. Trying to finish God of War, that's a big one. Um, try to finish the Spider-Man DLC and the Horizon Zero Dawn DLC because I still haven't like fully completed either of those. So yeah, that's it. just try to mop things up. Do you play like all of these games at the same time, or do you just one and just power through it? You get bored. Uh, it's not got like seven PlayStation sell for the one telly, like. <laughs> uh, I could. Oh, I don't. Hugh, Hugh could probably. <laughs> but like. 
the DLCs are only a couple hours long, so I will play them till completion. But like mm-hmm. Persona Five, I'll play like five, six hours, and then I'll play something else for another five, six hours. Like, because mm. like I don't want to get sick of it. Like, and I also don't want to get burned out. Like, at God of War, I could. I did not get sick of it at all. Yeah, yeah, like I, I played that solid. I loved that game, and then even like going back and getting all of the all of the trophies to get platinum and stuff like that. I was I was quite happy to play it. Then I was considering playing it again with it because obviously you can do like uh, new game plus as many times as you want with that game. But yeah, it's that other game. So I was like, but I I could play that game over and over again, man. Such a good game. Yeah, pretty solid that game. I bought uh, ten games for my Vita off eBay because because I just wanted to, and uh, I've been playing Steins Gate, which is like a visual novel on a Vita. It's really good. I've only played like an hour. It's pretty fun. Very anime. I think it was an anime yeah. actually. I think it is an anime. Steins Gate sounds familiar. I think I've watched it or talked about. It. Is it, you're a doctor? Yeah, it's, it's like, like time traveling. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, enjoy my. I think the Vita is so underrated as a console like, it deserved so much better it had so much cool tech when it was released yeah. a front touch screen a back touch screen to it was basically a switch four years before a switch which... I find it weird that you're you're telling us earlier on oh, I sold all my switch games and I, I bought 10 Vita games like that's weird <laughs> uh, Dom what about yourself you anything um, in your devices just now what are you playing? on my devices at the moment I can um, see his <laughs> this is Hoover, and there's the like switch. And you can see my switch. And there's my TV. And you there's, can actually see my PlayStation. Face. You can see my uh, PlayStation uh, VR gun that I've got in there as well. Yeah. So yeah. Well, it's gonna blow off you, Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you're not allowed to come in years of me now, so <laughs> just throw at you, mate. But I've been playing um, on the Switch. Uh, it's mostly just its Animal Crossing machine at the moment. Hey. And we were speaking earlier, it, I don't know, I must be playing this game completely wrong. <laughs> because when I do things, it seems to take forever for it. Like, So, I've never played an Animal Crossing game. And yeah, uh, Big Tom Nook's like, yo, I need you to build these three houses. Where's my interior, interior and an exterior. And I'm like, alright, awesome. Oh. So, I buy all the interior stuff and all the exterior stuff. And then you put the interior into a box, and then yep. the exterior, it doesn't tell you what to do. I'm like, put it outside. Yeah, you, you just lie it outside. Got <laughs> it. But they don't describe it well enough on see like the exterior bit. It says place an exterior, and it's got a blue highlight. So you click on it, and yeah, it goes, yeah. "This is what you need," and then that's it. But yeah. there's some instructions underneath it. It just says just leave them outside. But yeah. I'm obviously just like not read that part. I'm like, what am I doing? I can't get these people with it. Uh, we had a breakdown before I went maybe if I just leave outside and then check it and once I'd done that I was like oh man that was like five hours I could have saved instead of running up <laughs> other people's islands you know yeah. grabbing most, peaches and cherries and stuff like that you know it's the most casual game going and you're struggling to figure it out <laughs> I was like but then I was saying earlier as well with the, I had no idea with the fishing part I was like wait hold on like do you put it down there and then the fish usually just sort of hit the rod part and then uh, you've got to wait so they hit it a couple of times before they'll grab onto it and then the controller vibrates and pull them out. I didn't know that that's what's supposed to happen. So at first, they would hit it and I would pull my uh, rod 
away and the fish would just swim away. I was like, uh, see, do see, to be fair, man, like most most fishing mini games and games is as soon as they hit it, you yeah. You, you pull it up and that's when you catch them. So no. like, that's yeah. where some, yeah. some, this is, this yeah. is where these amateurs, these <laughs> mini games. No, 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 no. There's always the nibble and you wait for the bite. You need to wait for the bite, dog. Uh, Those are nibbles. Really, <laughs> nah, nah, you played fucking that's... Red Dead. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Nibble, nibble, <laughs> I can't remember bite. fishing in Red Dead. But yeah, it's always the same in every game. There's a nibble, a nibble, and then a bite. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the games reason, are as soon as they nibble, you need to just pull that shit out. But. So the reason no. the reason why I didn't get that right for the longest time is because the first couple of fish that I got from an Animal Crossing, they immediately uh, went for a bite. So I was like, all right, this is easy, so just make the, eye at, uh, the site for it. I'll be able to pull them up. And I had no idea what I was doing there. Then I found out that if you chop you to sort of hit a tree with a stone axe rather than with an actual axe, because then your trees disappear because you've cut down the trees. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's the same with the stones as well. Like if you break yeah. the stones, then that's you basically got rid of your stones. I'm like, but I need material. I've got no ores to make like better shovels or better stuff. What have I done to this gate? I basically might as well just nuke that town. Nuke that. <laughs> <laughs> I done. I done the same thing. That's so stressful. I started Animal Crossing, I done the same thing as you. I went around yeah. to eat some fruit and I seen that so they're in the top left for if you haven't played or haven't seen. In the top left you get this wee this wee diagram and it's a wee zero of ten. And anything yeah. you eat about a fruit, it adds up one and it keeps adding and adding until you get ten out of ten. And I thought, Oh, ten out of ten, that's you want why would you not want ten out of ten? Yep. I I'm not I did the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's a wee strength meter. And your strength meter allows you to destroy stone or fully pick up a tree with a shovel and put it in your pocket. So you can you can just yeah you can just totally uproot a whole tree and put it in your. <laughs> but you need to have strength. As you do, I. Well, if you want to, well, so one of the one of the cool things that you can do with Animal Crossing is you can build your whole island and make it look however you want to make it look. So yeah. if that having your forest on one particular part of the island, then you need to be able to uproot those trees and put them where you want them. Yeah. So you, you use strength to do that. Now I just thought that having strength was a good thing because usually yeah. in games where you're living on an island and having to survive, having your strength up is a good thing. Ah, you want stats higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just expect that to be a thing. I leveled up my... I, I ate fruit. I made myself strong and I destroyed all the stones on my island. And yeah. Yeah, like you, Dom, I had nothing. Fuck all. Yep. They're like, oh, go get some ores. I'm like, well, I mean, I'd, from well? <laughs> I broke this stone and it gave me one ore. Like, you're expecting me to have five? How the fuck? Or, or, or you could get what I got and I got fucking clay. That's all I had was clay. I'm like, what, who the fuck uses clay? That's not, you it's like, oh, you can make an ocarina. <laughs> and I'm like, but I mean, I can't fucking... Zelda. Fucking... You basically just you fuck yourself. Like, that's, that's weird because obviously stone doesn't grow back. But there's no way of well, ever bringing no. it back now. No, it does. Well, so over over a period of time, stones do reappear. I think it's every week it will refresh everything for it. It's the same with the turn up sort of thing that they've been talking about. I mean, there's a whole sort of like, and this is strange. It's like you can buy uh, turn ups, but you can only you can sell them every day but Sunday. But you can only buy them on Sunday. It's really weird. And it's like you play this play the turn up stock market, and I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> it's yeah. weird. Right, so Did those... you see uh, like Stephen Fry tweeted about Animal Crossing? Like, I'm, assum- I'm assuming he must be in like isolation or something like that. But he basically just tweeted something. I never read the whole thing. I just got it as a, a notification. But uh, just basically talking about it, and he's 
summary was like, but I don't get what the whole point of the thing is. Like, <laughs> but it's, it's not really a kind of game where yet there's a point to it. It's meant to no. be chilled out and relax, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, it is. See, once you get by the part that you realise that I'm an idiot, yeah, it's pretty chill. <laughs> the... I'm still I waiting to get you know past that part in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, see, once like you you get away the land and then you can go like use your uh, nook tickets to go across to other places or visit friends, and then they have other materials or they show you some things um, you experience and you can take that back or you invite people to live on your island. Um, yeah. I was listening to what you could actually do. So once you get like a city hall with Isabel, who's like a, a mainstay character, like yeah. she was in Smash, you know, she's like a big. big I played. I played the 3DS. Uh, yeah. Animal so person. yeah. Um, so she when um, she comes in, this is where like uh, I heard see you get so many unique characters. I think there's like three to four hundred unique characters, villagers that you can get to come to your island and they all have like different stats or they have different like uh, different uh, personalities. So on my island I've got like this mad bear. Uh, she's a, f- a female bear that just fishes all day. And I've yeah. got this frog that just works out all the time. <laughs> That's all his things. Yeah, I've got this giraffe nice. but supposedly like if you get someone that you don't like it's such a Nintendo thing to do. You can basically like bully them off the island, <laughs> and it's like all you do is like you box them in their house so they can't get out. And if they try to come and speak to you, you run away. You go up to Isabella and say that I don't like the way that they're dressed. It's inappropriate, and you get into what you do is you guilt them into leaving the island. Yeah, that's so that's brutal, man. Isn't it? I was like, holy shit! I was like, and then I was hearing that guy talking about it on a podcast. He's like. I got to the point where I was like, do you know what? I feel bad about this. I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> uh, that's fucking, that's harsh as fuck, man. It's like too real, but people, if you don't yeah. want to deal with someone, you just deal with them and you put them away. Yeah, I'm just, just, oh shit, I've done this to a person in real life before. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how it feels. There's, I think there's about five conversations you can have with any one individual, one individual in a day. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you speak to them five times, they're happy to talk to you, but if you try and speak to them any more than that, that's them, they're done. And again, that's another way to drive them off the island, so they can leave as much as you can kick them off, they can leave. And yeah. I think if you just harass the show of them, they do, they just fuck off. <laughs> like, I've got a, what have I got there? I've got a crocodile that oh. talks about weights. Um, I've got <laughs> a bunny that's dressed up like a a, <laughs> a conquistador, no, a fucking, what do you call them? Luchador? Luchador, yeah, he looks, he looks like a wee Mexican, a wee Mexican wrestler. Um, I've got a goat, I've got a goat, oh. I've got a wee octopus who looks like a wee octorock, like a wee <laughs> from like the uh, oh. Zelda games. Looks, looks like Zelda? Wee, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, the, the game's the game's so chill, like, uh, I've played it in the background where like the girls and stuff, the girls have helped yeah. me. That, the girls have actually, so I've got a four and a five year old, and I've won with the rest of them. That I've got a four and a five year old that have been watching me play this and they are actually learning from it so they are recognising the types of butterfly so when I pick up a yeah. butterfly they're like oh that's a tiger butterfly daddy we've already got one of those and then we're moving on to the next one so uh, you know, like, that's pretty cool, I, don't man. Like, I don't like to think of computer games as being overly educational I don't like to use them as a, a, a grounds of education because that's lazy but mm. they are learning things from the shapes and the looks of the butterflies they are learning different types of fish from it and stuff and it's just yeah. really, really it's just such a chill 
it's with the museum as thing. well it does it does help like that as well when you do capture the bugs and that you do you can learn some things from it like mm-hmm. they've yeah. got a lot of like, the dinosaur fossils and that you can pick up and then when you go into the actual museum and see because it's all done like a, a hd 10 1080p like everyone yeah. like does actually look really nice when you've got like oh. things completed um yeah, and that's, that's some got some big fish man i've got some i've got a great white and a hammerhead and see when you go through the... <laughs> see with the animation when you get it you're like and then the thing just gently floats up it's like and then you're carrying it like that like woohoo <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you show it off it's like Ding! everyone's like Fuck. i caught a is that a dollar fish is that what they call it? the big massive no is it the, the, the long ass one no the, this the sunfish you know the big fucking huge ass stupid fish that's just playing yeah yeah, like it's fucking huge. I caught one of them, and the girls like again. They were like, "Wow, what is that?" That you go if you speak to bladders, and bladders gives you loads of information about whatever it is that you're handing. Yeah. Really, really cool. Like again, it's very, very educational. Really yeah, yeah. So tell me this: like, is it is there any kind of stress in it at all? Like having to, you know, build up your house or anything like that? Because see, games like, I mean, I'm going back to Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color kind of times. Mm-hmm. I remember playing Harvest Moon, and that's the same kind of thing. It's like you know, fairly kind of chilled out, but at the same time, you've got a farm to run, so you want to water your crops and stuff like that. Can you literally just like do nothing in this, or yeah. so do you have so responsibilities? You, or what, like, you you can just basically see if you just don't do anything for like weeks and weeks. Just like the weeds would come back, some of your neighbours may leave because you've not shown up. But then a lot of I think when we were talking about it like a couple of weeks ago, when May had like uh, the question for us, when she was saying like you know how it helps people recognise that you've been gone for a while. Um, yeah. But aesthetically, like yeah, there's be things like you know weed grows back, and you're just trying to maintain the island. Um, but nothing major from what I've seen so far in the game. It was the it game's only like, been out for a stress, couple of weeks. Yeah, it wouldn't like stress you out though, like thinking like oh fuck, I need to do this, I need to do that. Like you can take it at your own pace, eh? Yeah, definitely. Point. No, no there's nothing. You just you so. just arrive and you're just like here's uh you're have fun. But then Tom yeah. looks like oh do you know what you would do? Have a house. Do you know what this house needs? Another room. Do you know what that other room needs? A bit of an extension. Do you know what you need? A staircase. Here's like one million yeah. bells. Pay up, bitch. <laughs> uh, I suppose that, that, that's just gonna try to you know let you progress through the game. You know what yeah. I mean? There needs to be something like that, doesn't there? I suppose. Yeah, there needs to be a Tom. reason to play it. Tom Nook's always there for the extra progression. Like Tom Nook's just like, oh, you, so you built your house already? Yeah, cool. That house needs to be bigger. So here's an here's another loan for it. Uh, not quite a yeah. loan. You just it, they build you the house and then you pay it off. But again, there's no. There's That's no a loan, mate. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's like it's not. It's not like aye. If you're hounding like, you, aye. Yeah. Because no, no, you can say about because again, when the question comes up, it's usually about that house or about my house. He's like, oh, yeah, you want to go ahead with that? I can give you a loan. <laughs> yeah, uh, you crafty bear. And then Tommy and... Is it Tommy and Tammy? Ah, oh, motherfuckers. Damn is it a raccoon? I see uh, Timmy and Tommy. Ah, the raccoon. He's a raccoon, isn't he? Timmy yeah. and Tommy. And... Timmy and Tommy, who, like, you know, anytime you talk to them, is, like, is it Timmy, the, the smaller one that always says, like, the last sentence? Oh, fuck no, it's always been the last wee bit. Is that hi and enjoy and welcome? And then the other one, like, a little... And welcome. And welcome. <laughs> Yeah, what about you, Ross? What have you been playing lately? Yeah, Ross, apart from the Call of Duties. The, yeah, so Call of Duty is a very, very 
I've never heard of it. What happens in the games? <laughs> well, well, this, this guy well, you, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so apart from the, the staple of my diet, I've uh, actually been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, which is, is fucking massive. Like, yeah. I've only just... I've, I've sort of progressed a wee bit to the point where I'm now having to travel to Athens and doing that wee travel I've now understood the scale of the map that you've got and it's been huge like and it's full of loads of wee camps and bad guys and eh, just killing people it's great fun <laughs> um, and yeah it's, it's cool but then you get the same boring pish when they bring you back to real life and oh suddenly I'm a woman in the room with a fucking animus and it's just you know that part's pish, but just... Ah, but you can, you can, like, basically just instantly go back into the animus yeah, and just... Yeah, No, I did, but... No, well, have I had you... to go through the room, so the room was pretty cool. You've got, like, have a... you have you, have you seen the cult stuff yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah I met the uh, cult. Um, that was one thing I noticed. I was like, this game's huge, and then I unlocked that, and it's like, oh, here's these 40 people you need to find and kill, and I'm like, fucking <laughs> hell, man, this game is uh, bigger than I thought, you know what I mean? Uh, there's, there's, there's a lot to do. And it is unbelievably witchery. Like, there's, they've, they've got a mad woman singing over everything that you do as soon as you level up. That Has anybody played The Witchers? Yeah. I know, I know Hamish is here. I think Hamish does, it. Yeah. What is as it as called? You... The, the what? The Watcher? <laughs> the white share? The white share? The white share. The Warlock. By the way. I just want to interrupt here for a second. Tom Nook is not a raccoon or a bear. He is what a is he? he's a he's a tanuki. A Tom Nookie. A Tanuki. Which is a Fair enough. Which is a Japanese raccoon dog. <laughs> he's a fucking raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well I where, where did they get his name from then? Uh and in, in Japan he's not called Tom Nook. What's it called? What's it called? Jeffrey. Big, T- big Jeffrey. Tanukichi. 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 He's like, Hoi. I just totally pictured that as well. It probably sounds nothing like that. <laughs> you call yourself a weeb. <laughs> I don't I call myself one. Hamish berates me with it. <laughs> you are an absolute fucking weeb. We all know it. So, Ross, like, uh, other, apart from that, from um, Odyssey, is it Odyssey? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I keep thinking the sequence of that, that Mario Odyssey for it, like, um, yeah. like. Have you, have, you made a, have you made a mission yet, Ross? Yeah. Hey, I've seen that there's loads of missions that people have made themselves. They show up as we blow icons on the map, but I haven't actually tried any of them or done any of them at all. I've assumed that if they've made them, that obviously I can do the same. But I'm quite happy. Yeah, you, you, you can make them and upload them, but like I thought it'll be pretty simple, but it's really in-depth man like it's like trees of different ways that it can go you write all the dialogue and stuff like that and it's which is cool but at the same time I don't bother playing anyone else's missions because I'm like you're probably fucking shite at it you know you're not making games they made the fucking pish titles like the first one I came across was called the 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 well I'm not going (laughs) to that's a good one I like that Maybe it's just a character with a stutter, like, and you're just being pure <laughs> rude about it. Like. <laughs> anyway, uh, other than that, I've, I've played Animal Crossing, obviously. Um, it's mm. been awesome. Uh, Mammal Junction. Mammal Junction. Mammal yeah. Junction. 
Yeah, so I've, I've played some, some road in the intersection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good as well. <laughs> Damn it. I was, I was going to get uh, Resident Evil. Um, oh, fuck that shit! I was, no, no, not the on, like, for the online, just for the actual free oh, re Resident Evil 3? Yeah. Oh, okay, right, no, that's fine. Yeah, continue. Because uh, Resistance does come with it, and obviously, like, we've got our, our thoughts on that, which we may, may discuss, like, later. Um, what do you mean it comes with it? Does it actually, like, do you get that with yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, so, I read, like, that was the whole thing, like, they talked about Resistance being, like, the new Capcom game, and then there's a story mode for it, and it was announced that it was Resident Evil 3, so that was, like, the big reveal that Resi 3 Remake was coming, and Resistance so, was tagged on to it. Resistance was stuck on to Resi 3 because they knew that if they said, uh, if it stood on, fuck yeah, all sales, because it's fucking fish. <laughs> anyway, was it that bad? I was going to... I was going to um, uh, grab that, but I ended up, you know, going. Ah, I'll, I'll see. I'll see what it looks like first, and I ended up sitting watching one of my pals basically play through it on Twitch. So I was like, ah, I'll, I'll wait to watch sale then, and then buy it like I did with Resident Evil Two. Because I even said the last time to you guys when we were talking about it, I was like, oh, I'm going to buy that because I, I kind of slept on Resi Two and went. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't want it. To, I want it to be like I remembered. Uh, but Resi Three is quite an easy game to play through. So, like, I know there's not much, like, you know, you can't really expand that much with uh, Resi 3. Mm. But uh, I'll wait, probably wait till it jumps on sale and then be the same as you, unfortunately, Hamish, and next week will be all about uh, the Final Fantasies. Final Fantasy 7! <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Aye, that enough. Resident Evil, was it Resistance? Aye, Resistance. Fucking. <laughs> for those listening right I'll save it just now but we are going to have a, a, a dedicated video is that what we're going to call it dedicated you want to give yeah, it there's, there's going to be a video there's going to be a video on our YouTube reviewing the recent beta of Prison Evil Resistance specifically bitching about it on YouTube yeah <laughs> just giving our you know opinions giving our opinions yeah. So I'll hand it over to Hamish, as I believe we have questions from our one and only listener. Uh, Danny, wasn't it? <laughs> it is Danny, yeah. Uh, Danny, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, the person that you're married to. That's, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, my spouse, the, my wife, has asked us some questions. So oh, Obviously, we, we, yeah, we touched on uh, one that she asked earlier on when Cyberpunk coming out at 17th of September. Jason's birthday. He should feel honoured. <laughs> and two weeks um, before that is Avengers. The see that that annoys me. Like, uh, well, now to see to be fair, probably be able to finish Avengers in two weeks. I think by looking at the game, you know what I mean. Yeah, it'll be about a twenty thirty hour game. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking like September to December or something. Like that, at least I'll be just cyberpunk head first in fucking cyberpunk. Yeah, right. um, just so it doesn't get delayed anymore. Yeah, I no, don't need any more delays, man. Well, it might be because uh, CG Project Red aren't in their office right now. They're all working from home, so you don't know how much that's going to affect the game. Yeah, uh, you, I mean, you would think maybe coding and stuff like that that can all be done from home. Uh, I remember yeah, with the cloud hearing, and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I remember hearing that they, you know, they moved so many of their staff out to their own homes and stuff like that, so they can. You know, uh, keep the social distancing and all that. So hopefully, it's not there's not any hiccups. But who knows? If there is, it's completely understandable. So Aye. no biggie. You know what I mean? Hopefully minimal. Hopefully minimal. Aye. I'm gonna spark a weekend before we. Oh. Um, 
Uh, so you like that, don't mate? Fuck you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of our other questions was: any idea how much the next Xbox will be? Uh, I think it's uh, going to be three ninety nine. Four hundred quid. Three ninety nine. Oh, no. I think it's going to be 400 quid. I'd well, say five. I'm saying five. To stay competitive, I think they're going to have to... Because uh, I was just reading Phil Spencer says that they're, going to, they're, they're going to make it competitive. 400 quid is a competitive price now for a new console. I think 500 years... Well, isn't, isn't the PS5 going to be 450? Well, no, that's thing. No one knows yet. That, it's all rumours. And right. so, Sony's got a record of either super high or super low like so, like because the PS PS1 released undercutting everyone the PS2 released undercutting people the PS3 released overcutting is that a word? yeah, yeah that was <laughs> over, like yeah. overinflated it was 600 quid compared to the Xbox's 354 so I think the Series X the top spec model will be 400 quid I might be wrong uh, yeah. on that and, no, uh, I, I, I think like 399 Sounds aye, about right to me. Aye. Yeah. That's what I would want to pay for a new console. Like, 500 just seems like too much. Like, in your head, you're like, 500 pounds? Even though it's only 100 pounds. Do you have any sweets I could buy with that? Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> someone, someone do the math quickly. It's too, it's too expensive. And I, I think Microsoft are going to do everything in their power to win this generation. Yeah, especially for the studios that they bought. It's, it does yeah. it'd be daft of them not to try to like, make this the new 360 or the new Wii. Like, everyone has to have this console. Yeah. Everyone's got to use this as their pride. That they're basically the only peripheral. Their Netflix machine, their Amazon Prime machine, everything. Well, have you seen the new thing you can do with your Xbox? You can connect it to your Google Home. So you can yeah, say, like, you, I don't want to do it right now because mine's will turn on. You can ask, <laughs> you can ask your Google to switch your Xbox on off. You can tell it to load up a particular games for you. I think yeah. I saw Gears Five. It's better not turn on. Um, so like I think oh, with the with all the brand, um, <laughs> can hear that in the background? Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was me doing that, that's why. <laughs> all right. Uh, with all the brand deals and the fact that they see the design of this new console, they put so much fucking effort into it. Like, it's not yeah. lazy. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to this, Jen. I think it's going to pull the best out of both consoles. It's going to be tight. I hope so. I hope so, because I was honestly thinking of switching to PC. But I, and I keep saying that every generation, until they do something, you know, like, but it was exclusivity. They were launching with a lot of them. It made me sort of stick around. Yeah, well, with t- like all my favourite studios are under contract with Microsoft or Sony. Yeah, and Nintendo. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you're stuck, man. I'm stuck. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. I I have the the joy of playing all of it. There's some people that can only afford one or two. So I'm hoping they all, they pull out all the stops. Right for price, I think they're both going to launch at the same price at four hundred quid, four hundred pounds. British pounds. Uh, I think four hundred. Well, it'll be three nine 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 nine, so they can say it's yeah. under four hundred pounds. You know. Yeah, yeah, some dumb like that. And I think in America it'll be four hundred and fifty dollars hmm. to make up for the. I think. Do you think? Do you think they'll also do like terabyte to terabyte variants and all that as well? Like they've been doing. Like, I, th- I think Microsoft like premium one. Microsoft will definitely launch different uh, specs. I don't think they'll do that like initially. Like, I think that will come just roll out later. Uh, they'll, they'll have their their base console, and then they'll have like 
bundles with like you know games. It needs to be two or three terabytes. Like these dri- these drives need to be yeah. massive. Like yeah. I think Call of Duty is 170 gig now. Well, like that's that's he, crazy. From speaking from experience, from working in Game Station when it was about mm-hmm. rest in peace. Working in Game Station, you've got your initial release, you've got your elites. Like I mean, I'm going back to the 60s there, obviously, right? but you had like your initial, you had your elites, then from there you things went on to light variations and everything else. But mm-hmm. I'd imagine because this one's been announced as having. What's the standard hard drive in this so far? Uh, a terabyte. Terabyte. Terabyte in it. So we get a terabyte in it, plus there's a, speed at all. Or a, a specialized memory card. Yeah, the, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's one SSD. of the. It's it's not even an SSD. It's like a, what's it called? So N- N- NVMe. It's called. Yes. Yeah, NVMe. Uh, but anyway, the the you get these specialized made up memory cards. You're, you're going to have some form of bundle where you buy that yeah. with it for a certain price or. Something maybe preloaded, a, maybe with it. Yeah, you may you may have like a, a an alternative. Hey, so you one terabyte standard. You may have like a two terabyte. Yeah. You know the next mod. You know the next version up is the same console, but with a two terabyte or a, a five terabyte or something. I mean, the way the games are going and the fact that they're wanting people to push towards digital, they need to, they need to have a bigger library. You're no way you're going to fit the next generation of games onto the same space. I mean, every generation of games has gotten. Like, like you said there, like what's, what's Call of Duty just now sitting at like 170? Yeah, yeah, I, I so think it's that's... It's well over 100. Yeah, it's different on every console, but... Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's well over 100. So, so you say, even if you if you rounded that to 150, that that's over a, over a tenth of your memory taken up if you've got a terabyte. That's one game is taken up. Yeah. You know, you can only technically have 10 games if you've got that, depending on what type of games you're going with. But if you're going with next generation and they're wanting to... Up the, the the level of, of detail in them. They want to have these, you know, pushing it to, to really, you know, four K is going to be the, the the standard. So I mean, yeah, sixty frames, solid sixty frames, or the key output as well. Because like, it it's inevitable. It's not like a matter of like, yeah, you know, it's going to be a matter of when everything's going to be mm-hmm. catching up to that. Because I mean, you even see like they've got like uh, Doom Eternal that's launching like with uh, the hundred and forty four refresh rates and. Yeah. freaking out about that I think that's going to be the next um, must have I don't think 8k yeah. is going to be a must have I think 8k is going to be a slow well, for, slow uptake I think it'll be yeah it'll be standard for a lot of people that just like they know 4k or 8k is going to be better because it's more it's four more k's majority of people don't even have 4k tellies yet so it's, it's like when they've done the whole shit with the phones and they were like oh you know megapixels the megapixels that you had in your cameras everybody was all push for bigger megapixels and more megapixels and all we get the biggest amount you know the largest amount of megapixels that doesn't necessarily change the the quality of the picture that you're taking so it's the same thing with this like you know 8k 8k is more pixels but yeah. does that mean that you've got the higher refresh rate the, the, the 144 hertz the 60 frames per second plus you know it doesn't so no. i i think you're right there i think that what we're going to have is that this is possibly a generation that will stick to 4k for a long period of time but making it as smooth as fuck yeah, I think the difference yeah, 60 frames makes is see, a, see what, huge. See what, uh, see what the resolution is as well. You're going to get diminishing returns. Like 4K already looks fairly realistic. Mm-hmm. Is 8K yeah. going to make that much of a difference? Like really? Yeah. For no. for home viewing, you know what I mean? Like does anyone actually give a fuck 
that much. No, if you can't right. keep up the frames, no. If you can't no. keep the frames up, then have all the pixels you want, but it's still going to be jittery as fuck, you know? Yeah, so you'll have all that lag. And then, what's your what's your actual viewing distance going to need to be? To, what size of screen are you going to have to be able to get the best benefit out of an 8K screen? And what distance are you going to have to sit back? How many people's homes are going to have the space to fit an 8K telly, the size that it needs to be, and the distance that you need to be sitting back from it to be able to view that properly? Yeah, it needs to be like 65, 70 inches like, yeah. plus. Because like, I've got 60 or 55, I can't remember how. 50, I, think, I think yours is 65. Yeah. Uh, yours is pretty it's pretty big. It's the same as Ross's, and like, I don't want to upgrade that now. Like, it's perfect, no. perfect the way it is. Don't, right. Like, that's it. You go bigger than that. You're talking what a 75 inch TV for an 8K resolution, and you need to be sitting at like 10 feet away from it. You're going to be, yeah. you know, everybody's going to need to get fucking right. extensions because there's no way going to fit that. <laughs> after, and after that, you, in room. Yeah, after that, you're better off just like get a projector. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it won't but, fit uh, in my unit either. I'm just looking. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you got a very small unit, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my unit, going, nah, "That's quite big." <laughs> well, in those tiny hands, it would be. <laughs> it's not my uh, tiny hands. Oh. It needs to matter. <laughs> well, so anyway, we uh, we we got another question from Danny, and is it when Ross is going to bed? <laughs> <laughs> It was a long time. <laughs> can you can you recommend a good TV series on Disney Plus that's not animated? So she's being so sweet life and tracking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just clarify that we are working through the Mandalorian, so that yeah, uh, a, a show that we have watched three episodes of, so we just need to watch the fourth of. So yeah. I, I don't know why, but I don't know why. I just don't really see Danny liking the Mandalorian. I don't know why. It's just, yeah, Star Wars. Uh, I know, but slow I ass storytelling. Hmm? Slow storytelling. Maybe it's just me being like sexist, thinking Mandalorian's a kind of a guy show. I don't know. Like he walks like a gentleman that doesn't hold the same posture as what you would expect the Mandalorian to walk like. So see when he's walking in scenes, he just looks like he's a guy, a guy in cosplay. Like he doesn't look like the Mandalorian. He doesn't look. Like he's walking. Uh, like, hmm. Presence. I guess he just the, doesn't have that. I think that that's kind of like they shouldn't have changed it between like they shouldn't have had separate actors for the voice and the body. You know what I mean? Because that's it's not even. Uh... Is, is that what's happened? Is that what? Because I was I, thinking like I remember seeing this guy in Game of Thrones, thinking like, he's a badass. So why is he not walking like a badass in the man's outfit? Uh, like, it's all it's all a stunt actor, mate. He just does the voice. Uh... Nice. Really? I honestly thought it was him under the armour. Well, from what, from what I've heard, it's just he just does a voice, just a wee voiceover, basically. They're just yeah. kind of shite in it, but... Yeah. Is, uh, uh, honestly, the first thing I noticed as soon as... Like, first episode, and I seen him walking through a corridor, and I was like, it's the first fight scene, him in that bar, fucking awesome, really fucking cool. Takes out everybody, fucking chops the guy in half of the door, not fucking awesome. Yeah. And then he walks, and you're like... Mm. You know, you know <laughs> it's the weirdest things, man. <laughs> it's two. It's actually two guys. Uh, their names are Brendan Wayne and Latif Crowder. They're the doubles. No. Well, Brendan uh, isn't walking the same as Latif, right? So, <laughs> I mean, okay. that's the. That's, I mean, that's the beauty. That's the easy thing of having a fucking helmet on all the time. Like, doesn't need to be the actor. You don't need to pay. You know him. 
the uh, big bucks to be to on be set all the time. Yeah. Like literally, just do a voiceover and that's it. Have you seen how they do the sets? No. Uh, it's so cool. It's almost like a projected soundstage type thing. It looks so f- futuristic. Like if, uh, I think I found it on uh, Corda Cruise. It looks like it could be used for obviously loads of stuff. It looks unlimited in its potential. Like you could have unlimited power. You could have them anywhere, <laughs> and it look like they like it looks real because it's projected at such high resolutions on these screens. They actually look yeah. like they're on a sand planet when they're not. They're on a fucking soundstage in LA. And you're like, oh, the light, the lighting looks correct because the lighting is perfect because they went out and filmed it with 360 cameras and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. the lights That's are like... That's a lot of cameras, man. 360 <laughs> cameras? Well... <laughs> cheers to your input. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, I, I find that super interesting. Yeah. <laughs> here, here's, here's my recommendation, right? Because we were way off topic. Watch yeah. the documentaries. And yeah. Co- Cosmos is on it, um, the, the space and science show. Yeah, watch right. that. That's a lot of fun. Like, uh, I think it's like eight episodes, and it's uh, super it's... informative. Has anybody had a chance to watch the world according to Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, Sinead, I watched it. Sinead watched it. I like <laughs> I'd, I'd suggest that. That was my suggestion. I was going to enjoy that, but just because I like Jeff Goldblum. Why don't they do... Uh, who did he play in um, Thor again? The uh, uh, the Grand Grandmaster. Grandmaster. I mean, Grandmaster Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, something like that. I can't. They should give they should give him his own show. Yeah, like, they should honestly give him his own show. There was not enough time in Thor. Come back in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was amazing. Like, uh, um, I, I think you're you're right. The documentary is probably a good bet. Like, see if you watch um, Doctor Oakley, Yukon Vet, Annie. I think that's quite good. Um, it's basically just this vet in Yukon, and she goes all over the, well, the state of Yukon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get loads of animals, which is always awesome. Uh, Yukon, is that not that guy that Goku killed? No. <laughs> I <laughs> wouldn't know, mate. Actually, his yeah, name is <laughs> Yakon. Yakon, okay, sorry. That's one of the, what, three people that Goku has ever killed? Yeah. Anyway, there's a oh, nugget yeah. of information you need to... Saving yeah, your head. Storing that heat. Goku doesn't, Goku doesn't finish people. We only ever kill three people. Sounds like it does finish people where they kill three people. Uh, of the 200 uh, antagonists. Hamish is like, I'm going to kill three people in a minute. <laughs> 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 right, but yeah, Danny, so, watch um, Dr. Oakley, Yukon Vet, I think it's called. Oh, See these awesome. kind of shows, they're always kind of sad, like, oh, is it be flying? It's, you know, sad. a harp or, or whatever, you know. But no, it's, it's, that's it's very good. biblical. That's, that's the season as well, like, but there are a lot of, like, basically just the National Geographic stuff, man. Everyone loves animals. A lot of them are just films, but if you actually want to see these, I, I would suggest that. Is it the modern day animal hospital? It's basically just, she's a vet and she goes around, she gets, like, you know, helicoptered around the whole state and. But there's also a bit of her kind of private life because she's got like a family, like so it's you know her her family are they life all, and you are know they all as well, or is it just like a she's the only vet that's uh, I don't know. I've only seen a couple of episodes, but yeah. it's, it's recommended though. It's a, it's a good series, and obviously I 
think you know animals always fun to watch there's loads of good animal ones though there's, there's so there's a lot if you're actually looking for something you can uh, cool. get your teeth into long term yeah. right. uh, I do have a question as well um, from uh, Angie she was wanting to ask something nice go ahead um, so she was saying that there was uh, a few titles that have laid dormant for too long she was like because uh, we were talking about uh, Bioshock last time yeah is, is, that, is there any game series that you think should come back Ooh, or is there any games or is there any games I don't want to see anymore and I want them sort of just to go away for a long time Assassin's <laughs> Creed <laughs> Final fucking fantasy oh! <laughs> oh, that, that hasn't had a release in five years <laughs> it's still too much mate it is not long enough too soon so as much as I love Dragon Ball Z I think that they should stop man like just let a dead horse die man fucking hell yeah. like it's just it's they've every possible way they could think of bringing a new variation of Dragon Ball out they brought it and I just think that it's something that should as much as Kakarot is such a phenomenal looking game and it's such a really nice way to have everything all in a game it's really cool but we've done it we've seen it and all you're going to do now is make a nicer cleaner fresher way of the same shit that we've already done like how many yeah. more times can you milk this fucking cow like let it how many times can you go back to that well yeah you know, like, so you're saying Dragon Ball Z but see if they made a Dragon Ball Super game oh totally yeah bring out new shit stop giving us the same shit we've given us the same stuff all the time. and I know that with you said earlier and you wanted to touch on this, but like I know there's the the the, the DLC trail, the DLC for the new Kakarot is going to have Super in it. Brilliant, yeah, give us Super. Stop fucking trying to dig out of that fucking Dragon Ball Z well. Like leave it alone. You can only dig so deep. Like, yeah, like make it fresh for us again. Yeah, I think they should just stop all Dragon Ball Z games whatsoever. If, that's why you're <laughs> if possible, go back in time and just you know, delete them completely. That's something an android would say. Dan <laughs> <laughs> Heyman on his forehead. <laughs> Imagine Hamish. The back capital, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just huge. <laughs> I don't know what that means yeah. at all. It means, it means you're like evil into your heart. You know, imagine. Imagine uh, Hamish. Not like Imagine Dragons. <laughs> so, Hugh, on that, then obviously with Dragon Ball Z, what do you think? Are, uh, well, what would you put franchise that shouldn't anything any game that starts with Tom Clancy's something <laughs> something <laughs> uh, or Assassin's Creed something you something you need to pick one you need to pick one mate right Ubisoft, Ubisoft. Ubisoft. <laughs> that's not a series of games pick a fucking series bitch uh, <laughs> I think it's a Tom Clancy's one to, like Assassin's Creed has got better it's not my type of game but it's supposedly got better but I honestly think they're running the Tom Clancy name into the ground with a lot of these like they had they had good games before but I would love for them to just get, let Tom Clancy go like yeah. like I want a Dan Brown game that's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> they, they concentrate so much on that license like there's so much more they could be doing. For games that I would like to see come back. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at, Hugh? Uh, I, I'm looking, looking up. Often it, I'm thinking you fucking, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> uh, I'm, think, I'm thinking about a game 
I don't have many games that I'd want to come back. Chrono Trigger. Yeah, cool. Fagrant story. Do you know what I want to come back? Series, mate. Series. There's a there's a period of time between '97 and 2000 where Square Enix made so many uh, unique individual RPGs. Xenogears, um, uh, Vagrant Story, Brave Fence of Musashi. Like, and then they all disappeared. Obviously, I know we're going to, but it's the Final Fantasy movie almost killed the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, they cut back on loads of stuff. So they stopped making these really nice unique games and then they doubled down on the Final Fantasy name after that yeah just so they so get money back I'd, I'd want to go back to them so Chrono Trigger Xenogears um, something some along the lines like yeah something from that generation a modern day Chrono Trigger would be immense like, it would the same way that they've got a remake of Final Fantasy 7 anything that was even really close to a remake of Chrono Trigger just mm-hmm. anything, a, a follow-up or anything that could just grab that story again and bring it out in a new modern update. Right, they've got Chrono Cross on the PlayStation, which was meant to be the sequel. That's my sequel, uh, mm-hmm. but it had none. It had it had the same themes. It didn't have the same characters. It's kind of what Square Enix Day with sequels. They don't really have the same characters. But like, no. I would like a a remake of Chrono Trigger, like they've done with Final Fantasy Seven. Mm-hmm. Or just fucking release the original game on the PlayStation, the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, so Chrono Trigger. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what about yourself, Dom? What do you think would be a, a really cool? Well, what what's a game you uh, would bury with a shovel, and what's another uh, game that you would uh, dig back up? Okay, I would bury Super Hard, uh, the Fallout series. Super Hard, Dead to Me. Now. <gasps> absolutely, Fallout? absolutely Fallout. Through, like, if I could bury the whole of Bethesda, I would. But the problem is that Bethesda do Doom. No way. They do Doom, and yeah. they do, and they do have other do games do. that make sense. Oh, Skyrim. Again, that's again, that's another reason. Like Skyrim and all that are pretty good. <laughs> but uh, I think because after '76, like the priorities are completely misguided. What they want to do with a Fallout game when they release a game that's like, oh. You're stuck in isolation. You're away from. You know, I don't need that now. Real life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more the yeah. fact that there's not much else they can really tell from a Fallout game after New Vegas. I felt, and I think that's why I, when I went to Fallout Four, I was like, I was disappointed with it. I was like, not not much left for you to say. Like you said, wasted land. It's a dystopia. Yeah, we get it. No cool Fallout. It just didn't. It sort of lacked the charm for it. So I'm like, well, maybe. It's time for them to fuck off. But as you know, they've got so much behind it. It's like a juggernaut for Bethesda, but well, not so much now. But it's a moneymaker with that name. So if it was up to me, I would, I would put that away because it's doing more harm than good now. Here's the thing, right? Would you, would you like Fallout to stay if they could give it to Obsidian, who are now owned by Microsoft, who were the original makers and made New Vegas? They didn't make three or four. They yeah. made. They, but, I think they were the original developers. But they've they've got out of worlds. Yeah, I know that's their version now, isn't it? So yeah, so it's like, well, we don't need that because it's like we need that because now we've got a space sort of a different take on it, which is unique, different. But we'll still do what we need to follow. Used to what Fallout used to do. But yeah, uh, yeah. I remember like when uh, like I think it was just after like Fallout Three or New Vegas or whatever it was. 
and mm-hmm. people were dead excited and they were like, oh, we can have one in New York, we can have one in London, we can have one in... Yeah. It's the same thing over and over again, like, fair yeah. enough, new stories, new missions, all that kind of thing, but at the end of the day, it is basically the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But okay, that's, why I, that's why I would feel for that, like, you can't really do much more now with it. So I would, I would definitely bury that. And if I wanted to revive something, it would probably need to be uh, Prince of Persia series. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say that. Good choice, good choice. Yeah. Good choice. yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, again, I've, I've said it multiple times, multiple times, that... The reboot of Prince of Persia was not the greatest. But it, I thought it was okay. Art style, the art style for it was great. The story was a bit eh, and then the kind of the ending kind of ruined it, and it was just it didn't have. I didn't. I, I didn't, felt it didn't get a chance to have like the sequels, like the original sort of had, like the Sands of Time. Yeah, it seemed but, more planned out, like with more original thought put into those platformers. I know that we probably wouldn't get one for it because who needs Prince of Persia when we've got the juggernaut that it's Assassin's Creed. What about so, Tom Clancy's Prince of Persia? <laughs> Prince of Persia, Creed. Splinter <laughs> Persia. Oh, Splinter I like that. <laughs> I would like that because I just I like the the idea that having like that done in a, a new gen console, where I think like you could it would open up so much more sort of creativity for it, like a new look or. The, do a completely new redesign for it, or get a new so team Because I mean, like, how, how, how would you see a, a, a next gen Prince of Persia then? How next gen? What, if it was it? me, I would say like a Prince of Persia set in modern times for it. But then, as I said, we've got Assassin's Creed that's kind of done that, but with like time travel maybe, or some sort of like Atmos sort of one takes you back to the Persian times. But again, as I said, like Assassin's Creed's kind of. Would you, hold, isn't it? would you like the guys that did the uh, Rayman Origins and Legends to take over yeah. that? That well, team would see, be yeah, good. Yeah, that like again, see, even you've had like a it doesn't need to be like a world or a sort of like a expansion sort of Prince of Persia game. It could be like the old side scrolling one. Mm. Oh yeah, it's yeah, when it's hard. Yeah, classic. Yeah, something that's like that. Uh, well, just something the... that's like if it is going to have to be, if I'm bringing it back, I would say something like that would be. It piqued my interest, and I would be like all for it. Hamish, what series would you want to bury, and what would you like to see revived? Uh, bury, I mean, one. I'm gonna have to say Final Fantasy, uh, Devil May Cry, Dom, sorry, uh, all that shit. Nah, one. I'm only getting, I'm only getting. Probably like Dead Rising. Because that's just like the same shit over and over again, oh, like all the yeah, time. That's a fair point, yeah. I mean, they're alright. I've played, I think there's like three and four, and I think I played two briefly, and they're okay, but I just. It's the same shit over and over again, like. I don't yeah. understand how they've managed to make it look nicer, but play less. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Four, four, wasn't, four wasn't very good. I remember being very disappointed with that. I think yeah. they beat it too. One one had a different developer than two, three, and four. Like yeah. one one was made in Japan, and two, three, and four were made in Capcom USA. So mm-hmm. I never really, uh, yeah, I never really liked a certain amount of time to do stuff. And if you don't do it, then and you fucked up. And I'm like, just, no, just let me just take my time and play the game. You know what I mean? 
Um, as far as reviving a series, I, yeah. I'll probably go. I mean, I think this is done like Mass Effect, probably. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mass yeah, Effect. Uh, there's no games in development, so. You know, I, I I did like Andromeda, but if I had the choice to revive it, I'd I'd want like a if you know if you would call it number five a continuation of like three like the original trilogy like that kind of game rather than Andromeda which was more you know Dragon Age Inquisition kind of thing I'd, I'd rather it went back to the roots of it maybe not yeah. the same story but even in the same universe because it was a very expansive universe they yeah very rich uh, you know history backstory of all the stuff going on so they absolutely got plenty to play with so they could do it but yeah for for a revival at policy massive deck because uh, I don't think there's going to be another one but I would play that oh thanks for that question Andrew I nice I know we've all had diversity here but I know Greg uh, friend myself and he's obviously all known as well Mick um, he would very much like to see a revival of the Left 4 Dead series uh, a new Left 4 Dead game yeah. there's been so many variations of sort of Left 4 Dead games coming out now yeah. I, th- I think if, uh, if Left 4 Dead was to have a third variation, I think it would do well. Yeah. I think it would be really good. And especially, again, it, it was terrifying at the time to play them. I mean, once you got used to them, like any game, once you get used to the mechanics of them, they sort of lose their, their tension, their, their, yeah. their fear that you, that you have over them. But other than that, I think we've pretty much summed up everything, guys. How do you feel? Uh, yeah, we've been pretty good for that. Um, we we bit drunk because I've sparked a lot of cans. That's how I feel, mate. <laughs> You're always sparking cans. <laughs> well, see, when I need to talk to you, mate, I'm just like, deal with this. I need to get drunk. It's uh-huh. coping mechanism for Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's his trigger word. Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that has been enough from us on this particular episode. So I'll leave things out with a goodbye from Dom. See you later, guys. Uh, goodbye from you. Bye. And a goodbye from Hambo. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening, and I hope you're staying safe. Everybody take care. We'll speak to you in the next one. Bye-bye.